Blog Talk Radio. Tonight we will be talking to the parents and some of the 
um, cast members, which is also um, our ballroom family. And we'll be going over a bunch of more stuff going on around Memorial Day weekend. Hold on. What happened to my switchboard? But other than that, hopefully y'all guys are having a great Memorial Day weekend. Shout out to everybody, all of the troops and everything that has went on before us, people that are currently serving also. Um, hold on, y'all. We got some little computer issues going on. I guess the switchboard be saying if you ain't been over been on her in a week, it's gonna give me some trouble. But tag your girlfriends and let them know that we are on tonight. We're gonna be asking a couple of questions. Um, not try to spoil the show for you or anything like that. Let me see. What is this? Hello, hey, share the live, share the audio live. Um, you may not be able to listen to everything. You may not be able to stay on here all night or whatever because we'll be on here for a little bit. But you just may not be able to stay on, but you can always come back and listen to it later. Hold on. Let me get into here. Uh, and for, let's see. Is that the password? That is the password. Come on through. Let's see if the icons are on the switchboard and ready to come on so we can go ahead and get this show started with you. Make sure that y'all share this, share this. Let them know that we are on. Let me go share this audio live with you guys on Facebook. Hopefully y'all not sitting up there uh, with that itis from all that barbecue, as I know y'all are. Or some of y'all may not have got a chance to barbecue because if it's like here in Dallas, it was very rainy, so some of y'all parents might have just did like my grandmother and just cooked. So, where is it? Oh, here we go. Share. Let's share this. Share, share, share. Oh, I like that. Share, share, share. And share. What's up, Tigger? I see you on here. What's up to everybody in ballroom? Yes, it is you. Is 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 you that thinks about those things? Thinks about what things? Um, eating. I'm just saying, shoot. If you hungry, you hungry, and I'ma eat. I have just shared. Make sure y'all share this. Like I said, if you can't be on the live all night, so but you can always come back and listen to it again. But if you want to call in, you can always call in at nine two nine four seven seven three zero seven three. They're trying it on my time because, uh, I mean, I don't be thinking about eating, but if we're going to eat, then eat. I love blog talk. Y'all give me a moment right quick. Let me find the icon and find the switchboard because that's why I tell y'all I hate Apple products. Everybody know I hate Apple products because they make everything so difficult. When you got Android and regular computers and all this stuff, you never go through none of this mess. You go right to where you need to go. Not now, not now. Okay, but with Apple, you got to go through. What is this? And then I didn't have a new update. Just go to Blog Talk. Like, what's all these little extra windows and everything? Okay, now we ready. Woo. Look, charge it. Don't. Anyways. All right. Now I got the switchboard ready. Let's see who's ready to come on. Hopefully this is, because, you know, I didn't forgot the numbers now. Let's see. 
I see you. I see you. I see one of the uh, parents already online that's going to be ready to go. Mm-mm. Don't pull Samantha James on me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is none other than the icon, Mr. Rodney Balmain, coming on the line. Wow, come on. Whoa, what is going on with this? Oh, this is really killing me right now. Apple products. Every time I push something, here goes this thing backing out the screen. I don't want that. It never did that before until I did this update. Do what I tell you to do. You hear that right there? That sound like, but that's 300,000, nigga. I'm triple OG in my hood. These hoes call me Big Daddy. Yo, bitch, call me Big Daddy. Tell that bitch I'm Big Daddy. When I hit the line, I don't get the little bit. Nigga, I go and get the Big Daddy. Pick a bitch up in the Big Daddy. Big face water, that's a Big Daddy. Catch a bitch calling me Big Daddy. When I pull up, all the like Big Daddy. Nigga, I'm Big Good evening, good evening. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? Nothing much dealing with um, all of these um, fireworks in my vicinity and my back window, my bedroom, in the living room, come from the front, fireworks all over the place. So I might be going on, uh, like, keep pushing mute to avoid all that noise. Um, it's heavy, it's in heavy rotation. So, Why yeah. do you do I, so they do fireworks on Memorial Day? I've never seen that. Yeah, I guess it's something they do. It's not nothing big that I know of, but they've been they was doing it yesterday, they're doing it today. I'm just like, oh. Uh, okay. Hey. So I, that must be a, a Midwest thing then, because uh, I only know about fireworks on the Fourth of July and maybe New Year. So all of that, mm-hmm. I have no idea. Um, but let me see. Arnold is ready to come on. Let me go ahead and bring on Arnold. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Arnold St. Laurent. Jesse made another one. Huh? Pack in the mail, it's gone. Uh, she like I smell cologne. Yeah. I just signed a deal, I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I go where I want. Good, good. Play if you want, let's do it. Huh? I'm a young CEO, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first nigga play, I'm a body in it. I just check my balance, I'll probably pull up to your hood and come buy me a nigga. No cap. You know that your hoe told you that nigga crazy. Don't think that she lied to your nigga. Bitch. Get caught with your hoe when I'm popping them both. Now they hot just like Bobby and Whitney. Say I'm the GOAT. Act like I don't know. But fuck it, I'm obviously winning. Don't make me go hit the bank. And take out a hundred to show you our pockets is different. I'm out with your bitch and I only want knowledge. Good evening. Hey, man. guys. Hey, how's it Happy Memorial Day to everyone. Same to you, same to you. Uh, J-Rock, you speak of that itis. I I think I got a piece. Um, (laughs) I swear I got a light piece as well. I got a a small. (laughs) It hit me on the left quadrant of my brain a second ago. I was like, wow. Okay. What y'all barbecued today or something? Yeah, uh, I'm you know, like, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I did a little bit. 
Well, hopefully yeah, they'll yeah, um, Support Oh, yeah. We, you know, we're going to get the um, folks on. Yeah, and most sure of the... Most of the yeah, most of the folks from the um show are going to call in. Um, save a couple of people that I didn't get in touch with and hopefully the other people got in touch with them. So Well, you always know that the evidence is always on time, always ready, always ready to go. So that's one parent that is <laughs> Okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. I, I know so, if you're online, hey. hey. <laughs> what you say? I say, oh, okay, hello, Isla, if you're on, if you're on, I'll be speaking with you momentarily. Yeah, sure. I'm going to get to for her sure. momentarily. I haven't brought her on yet, but she's right there uh, when y'all ready for them to come on. She's right there listening and everything, and she said that um, we might hear a little, um, a, a, a little um, baby in the background. Cutting up, and I told her, you know, that's fine. <laughs> cool. That's cool. But when y'all ready to well, come, that's what I told that. most of them about. Um, I told most of them about ten fifteen, so they should uh, be hitting up shortly around ten fifteen, ten twenty. They should be popping on. Shout out to all of the people on the live, on the live, share the live, because um, some people don't call in. Some people listen to the live, and they go and listen to it all throughout the week. Um, some of the people on the live, Legendary Hershey, we got uh, Legendary Soda Pop listening. What's up? I haven't seen Soda in a long time. Chigga out there listening. What's good? Y'all make sure y'all share, share, share. I don't know where Harold is, but maybe he'll be on later. Oh, it's Memorial Day, right. barbecue, food. Yeah, he'll be here soon, I guess. Right. We're going to make it pop. You, you, make really, it pop. You, really, you really want that man to come after you when he come on, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying no. But what y'all yeah, got going on? We, I was about to say before we do our um our weekend recap, I guess I don't wanna um have them waiting and stuff. So once everybody gets on, um all the um the cast parents, um if you guys would go ahead and press um one, give you about two, three minutes. And we can proceed. Uh, Arnold, you said about ten fifteen, ten twenty. Arnold, it's ten fifteen now. Right, right. So that's why I, mean. I didn't want to get into our weekend. Well, we ain't do much anyway, but um, try not to hold them up. Um, if you guys are on, you can start pressing one now. Well, I told you it was uh, one parent that's already on the line that was ready to go. We ain't on ballroom time because, you know, we are old, we are the seasoned older fish generation. What's up, Isla? Seasoned fish in the house. 
a little, <laughs> little old day spice, little old day spice. <laughs> How you doing, Isla? This is Rodney. Hi, Rodney. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you, thank you, thank you, definitely for being on. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I'm, you know, it's what a weird time this is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just you, so bizarre. <laughs> where are you at right now, um, Isla? Um, what part of California well, are you I'm at actually, right now? I'm, so uh, we live in Long Beach. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I had to how- we had to get out of LA once once we had the kid. It, we needed to. I mean, Long Beach is still LA County, but it's its own city, and it's got a oh. it's got a different vibe. How's oh, everything okay. going over there with the with the, with the uh, Corona and COVID nineteen situation, whatever? I mean, you know, I I can't complain because um, my husband has kept his job. My husband runs a music production school for um, these guys. 1500 or nothing. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're, it's like a hip hop R&B producer collective. And, they, and mm-hmm. they've done like Beyonce and Justin Timberlake and Bruno Mars. And they produced um, uh, Nipsey Hussle's first album. So mm-hmm. My husband was working with Nipsey Hussle like right before he passed. Mm-hmm. And so he's been able to keep his job, which has been amazing. And he's been working from home. And honestly, like, Zara loves it, but the bad part, I would say, is that Zara is, like, she just turned two and a half, and this is, like, the critical toddler socialization period, and she hasn't been able to play with kids in months. I mean, L.A. is a little more intense, I think, than it is in some other cities. Not as bad as New York, but there's definitely, like, shit is shut down in LA. Mm. Um, so like she's been losing her mind and I felt really bad because she's an only child. I have no intention of having another child. And so I was like, um, maybe we should get a cat. And then like a few weeks later, a mom cat literally brought her kittens into our yard. And now we have two kittens. So that's been my Rona experience. (laughs) (laughs) But it's hard because you don't have any childcare help. And like, honestly, things have really been picking up for me with like, um, I've been teaching online and I did some online balls. Um, I didn't do mine on Bego. I did mine on Zoom. And then now with the show. I was about to say that with the Bego, I didn't see you doing too many on Bego. You do it on Zoom? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm older fish. Like, I'm not a gamer. And to me, like, I've I've had fun. I've gone and, like, viewed other people's balls. And, like, I, I did a, an interview with Vicky Gotti on Vigo. Vigo's really cute. And I get what it's, it's great for the ball scene, especially, like, kiki kids, you know. But, um, like, all these, like, things. Like emojis flying around. I'm just like I'm too, I'm too fucking old. I, I don't. I don't. <laughs> like, uh-uh. like you know. I mean, like Jared and I are. You know, we're we're in the like workforce, and so everything's been on Zoom. Meetings are on Zoom, and also all this stuff's on Zoom. So I was like, let's do a ball on Zoom for like the legends and the icons. 
mm-hmm. it was cool though. Like the first one, we had Von Allure on the panel, which was awesome because, like, whoever gets to have a full conversation with Von Allure at a ball, like he's busy, you know. And well, so having cool, him, I him like. Well, yeah, I mean, I talked to him, too, but you know what I'm saying. And, like, like, he's busy. And he was on the panel. And what's so cool about digital balls is that um, the panel can really, like, give constructive criticism to the kids that walk. And having Vaughn mm-hmm. on there, like, giving really – I mean, you know, I mean, he mentors everybody. And, like, to get that – that kind of one-on-one in the middle of a ball scenario is pretty special. So oh, that's pretty neat. Sorry, I'm a little drunk. I'm a little drunk. So if I start just going off on tangents, <laughs> that's... Oh, wow. I like um, a, a joint, and now I'm on my second glass of wine. Today was just kind of a day. <laughs> well, hold on. Okay. Dolores... Dolores, if you're on the line, press one, Dolores. It says that you're you're on the line. So press one, Dolores Ninja, so I can see your call. Oh, yeah, I think she's I think an 818. I think she's an 818. Um, it's Bella. me. Can you hear me? Hey, Dolores. Can... Hi, how are you? How are you? Hey, Dolores. Hi, guys. How are you? Hi, Bella. Hi, Dolores. How is everybody? We're good. We're good. Thank you for calling. It's good. Yeah. Nice. And where are you at, Dolores? Where are you at? Uh, I'm in LA, and uh, my family in Italy is safe. It was super uh, crazy at the end of March, but thank God my family or my my friends wasn't attached, uh, like attacked by the virus, but a lot of people did, but thank God everybody's safe. <laughs> and it's getting right. better. Right. They're yeah. going off of the quarantine. Oh, okay. Very good. Very good. Yes. Very good. <laughs> um, you guys are all safe? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Nice. Um, Jay Rock, I think uh, James is there. Michelle is there. Can you see where they are? Michelle is probably a 323. Or or uh, maybe she's two four eight something. She's something else. And James probably the four one zero or something. Oh, okay. I think I see. Yeah, Michelle is a four two four. Okay, four one zero nine zero five. Is this little James? Well, King yeah, James these days, no longer yeah. little. No <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>, little. <laughs> Good What's up, James? James? How's everybody? Hi. Good. Good. Okay. I um I just got finished eating. Okay, Arnold and I. I well. think everybody's there. I eating. Yeah. Y'all got that itis. I ain't worried about it. Cause Pearly cooked some uh barbecue pig feet. I was like, okay, hold on. You're trying to put out of here. Yeah, you, you're probably going to have that. <laughs> oh, my God. And you said Michelle um, Let me see if this is Michelle Because you called the number out. Let me see. 424-302. Four, four, two, two. 
the mother of an international house of all cisgender women. And is on the show there is uh, Chisen Ninja from Japan, Sharon Ninja from Taiwan, uh, me uh, from Italy, uh, Jamie from Chicago, and Satva from Germany, London, and Vietnamese. She's a mix. Uh, yeah, how it came in the show? Or, right, the next question? We'll, 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 we'll wait. We'll wait on that part. Oh, okay, we'll wait on that. Okay, awesome. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, King James West. I'm here. Um, hey, everybody. I'm King James West. I'm the overall father and the founder father of the House of West. Um, my kids that I had on the show with me was Destiny West from D.C., Buffy West from Virginia, Maurice West from Philadelphia, and Wilma West, who is also from Philadelphia. Okay, okay. Cool. Mr. West. And last but not least on the call right now is uh, the mother, Michelle. Hello. Hey, guys. Yes. Hey, guys. Um, yes, I am Michelle, the overall mother of the iconic house of St. Laurent. Um, with me on the show, Legendary, was Pretty from Ohio, Christian from New York, McCoke from New York, and Champ from Atlanta. Okay, okay. Well, just a little, a little uh-huh. overview from the, for the people that are listening. Um, uh, we decided to have the cast from the uh, upcoming HBO Max uh, show Legendary and have the actual parents from the show on tonight and hopefully their kids are listening as well and will chime in at some point. We want to have them on since the show will be premiering um, in a couple of days, uh, the 27th of this month, which is Wednesday. And um, we want to have them come on and kind of talk about the experience on the show uh, uh, as uh, I think J-Rock asked before how they got on the show uh, what they took from the show, and then just some little tidbits of, of, of what they what they feel, and um, and uh, to answer any questions that folks may have. That um, I just like to say personally that I was able to see the first couple of episodes of the show. Uh, fortunate enough to see uh, the first couple of episodes of the show, and I really uh, applaud you guys uh, for your work and your diligence and your passion that I saw uh, that you all brought to. To the floor, so definitely kudos to all of you, to all eight houses uh, that participated. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed the first two episodes. Thank you so much. Right. Thank you. We definitely won't tell anything, um, you know, and we know some things we can't discuss and we won't discuss as well. So um, just getting the basics. Um, Arnold, do you want to? I'm gonna let you lead. So go ahead. I'm just gonna be here. Uh, I was hoping by the time we got there, a couple more people would have come on. J Rock, do you know if anyone has? Let me see if they have pressed one. Hold on. Then I got to make sure that I put the right phone number up there. Yes, I did. All right, let me look and see. Did anybody? Y'all got to excuse me. I got this new. These updates on Apple is stupid. I hate Apple products. Hold up, listen. <laughs> okay, no. No one has pressed one as of yet. You just got listeners on both, so. 
So let's let's okay. just go on. let's just go on. We can we can go on because I know folks have things that they need to do. Um, so can I, I think um, I definitely think that Island maybe Island Michelet can speak to this. What was the genesis of this show? Where did it Where did this come from? Where did the idea about legendary come from? Well, so, so this is how it started. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, my husband works for um, fifteen hundred or nothing, which is a, a music collective, and they have teamed up to start a music production school with this big company it's run by a Native American woman and uh, um, he met someone in the offices by the name of Shant um, and Shant he and Shant got to talking um, I do an event here in LA called Banty Ball he came to an event and he you know they started talking about ballroom he knew about ballroom because his old roommate's best friend is icon father trey so um we just got to having a lot of conversations um this is not the first time someone's tried to do a show in la i know there's been lots of attempts of shows elsewhere but there have been other attempts here in la not surprising it's hollywood um so i I actually was the one that walked in with shant and um renata who are both producers on the show and I I guess I essentially pitched ballroom LA ballroom it was originally an LA ballroom concept and it took years and Misha Lay can attest to that and she came to many of the meetings we all shot a pilot for a whole other network so this has been a really long time in the making um you see a lot of people in LA on the show and that's because it started off as an LA show um, I think there'll be many more seasons, and so the, there will be more and more opportunities for more ballroom people outside of, you know, L.A. to participate. But, yeah, okay. that's, that's really it. Okay. Um, so, Michelle, how did you get involved? Uh, and then I'll go down the line and see how everyone got involved. So I'll start with you, Michelle. Uh, yeah, so like you said, uh, Trey was working with them closely, and I'm assuming uh, through him did they get my name and um, a bunch of other house mothers and fathers that were based here in L.A. Okay. Um, Dolores, how did, how, how did you come about? Hi. So I came about like I, I think at the beginning too um I don't know I did the pilot too and I think some people um the producer were asking for women and uh, for international if there was any and since I was based in LA I think some of the the kids uh gave my name so that's why I just through recommendation and then they started to interview and ask me for other international and this is all how we started and Jane um, for me, so they reached out to me on Instagram, um, and I actually didn't get the message at first because it went into like an inbox that's not like that, that wouldn't notify me. Um, so they had like mm-hmm. two of my other house members like reach out to me and let me know to read the um, you know, read the message, and I started communicating with them from there, um, and communication didn't stop. 
Um, quick question for um, Isla or Michelle, um, since you guys were there from, like Arnold said, from Genesis. Um, I know it was originally supposed to be an L.A. Um, based show, or you know, how did it wind up moving to um, Connecticut? Um, from what I understand, it was all a base of um, price and yeah. how they wanted to shoot it um, with the budget that they had. And with understanding New York prices, understanding L.A. prices, it would just be more cost effective to have it in Connecticut. Um, and since it's so close to New York, which is the Mecca, um, they can still have that authenticity of ballroom when it came to participants and um, what then turned into having everybody come, coming from around the nation and across the world. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, so let's talk about, talk to this fact. I know it was some conversation. It was scuttlebutt throughout um uh, ballroom when it, when it first happened and everybody started learning about the show and stuff like that. So Michelle, there was why was the majority, if not like a large percent of your house uh, on the show not actually members from your house? Can you speak to that because that was has you know kind of circulated around ballroom that these were really not seller raw and and uh, why were they why were they attached to it? I believe I could speak to that um, without it being an issue. Um, So being that, so in the first meeting, I understood it, and just like I'm pretty much everybody else understood it, to create a dream team. Um, And being that we are mothers and fathers of houses, we were just basically the ideal representative to go, um, like to be the captain of teams. Uh, so that's exactly what I did. Um, while I did pick people from my house, um, if you understand production and you understand TV, they have to go through an extensive process of process of interviews, and they judge people off of character, off of you know the way they speak, like where they come from, and all of that. And it had to make TV, and it just so happened that the people that were picked were uh, three people that aren't from the actual house of St. Laurent, um, um, not including Corey or McCoke, who is a St. Laurent. What, what is your what is your experience from doing this? What what, what was your what did you take from this or from this whole journey that you guys took for the time that you were there? What uh, James, I'll speak to you. What 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 did you take from this experience? It, was it was it what you expected? Was it, uh, uh, it, it something that you are looking to possibly do again? So um so no it definitely wasn't something I expected which um actually was a good thing I thought the experience was really dope and I was like um so like ecstatic and like the treatment that we got while we were there um obviously you know there was like a few things that could have been better but for the most part I loved the experience like to see how TV works behind closed doors um I would absolutely love to do it again I think um, one of my favorite parts was actually being able to like because I have like 
a house full of people, but a lot of like definitely in my category specifically, I have um one of the biggest like run ins we usually have with like getting together to make something happen at the house is that we live so far apart. So one of my favorite parts is the fact that I was actually right there with them day to day to be able to practice to get to where we were trying to go and like we was able to get the results that we wanted at the end of our performance. So I was really, really happy about that. So the experience overall was like amazing to be honest. Very cool. Anybody else want to speak to that? Um, anyone? What, what was your, what was your, I mean, Dolores, what was your experience? Um, I, I honestly, I loved it. It was, um, it was an amazing experience, kind of uh, not real. <laughs> and uh, be able, you know, to vogue all day and create. And uh, uh, it, it was, up, it was a little bit stressful <laughs> because of the time. You know, if you want to do everything perfect, and then you have short time. I mean, that was part of the game, but it was challenging in that way, like be able to do everything with your best that you can rehearse and ideas of costume, blah, 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 in that short amount of time was very uh, learning. I learned a lot, and uh, I loved it. Um, I don't think I will change nothing what I did. Maybe I would have been more like, oh, calm down. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> but overall, it was a dope experience. And I, I I wish that, like, everybody, a lot of other people can experience it. I wish that they're going to do yeah. more, a lot of season, because I think that ballroom can show so much more. And that was just a little bit that we can, what we can show. It was pretty incredible having the resources that we had to create our art. That's that's really absolutely the most incredible thing about it is that, um, you know, we all and when I say we, it's not just the house parents but the house kids too. We all got to conceive, you know, just like just a dream of whatever we wanted, and then we had stylists and designers and makeup and hair that brought it to life. And no, it wasn't perfect. I mean, the the production was so overwhelmed, especially early on in the season when there were more houses for them to, um, you know, initially they had 40 people that they had to prepare. Um, but then again, like, you know, and there were moments where, like, you know, my outfit didn't wasn't right like an hour before I was supposed to walk, and um, and I'm like digging through piles of clothes and cutting stuff up myself. But that's ballroom, and that was what was so great. You, you had these amazing resources, yet it was it, it, there were still these moments where you're like, and this is this is ballroom. This is still ballroom. Welcome to ballroom. And I found people just saying throughout the entire production, welcome to ballroom. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I would say that um, you guys are kind of glamorizing it, um, and I kind of got a different experience. While it was great um, overall, but um, in production, it is like it is stressful uh, no matter what production you're on. But I feel like being the first one, we got we were the guinea pigs. You know what I mean? And so oh, a lot of communication mm-hmm. was dropped. A lot of things that was said was going to happen did not happen. Um, so it made it very difficult to do a job. Um, but yeah. like most of us do and how we know ballroom to be, we work well under pressure. 
sometimes and sometimes we crack. And so sometimes it was, you know, a lot of um, stress, not just within houses, but between um, among other houses and things like that. And um, I, as I know that, with, especially with big personalities and ballroom and, you know, we all come from different walks of life to try to work together, it was um, very challenging at times. Um, and then to be creating a brand new show that does not have an outline, does not have a set something um, of like what to go by and what you need to do was very, very challenging um, for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, no, that's what on, um, Yeah, let me bring on, um, I think uh, Jamari's on now, um, uh, 323790. Hi y'all. Good evening, sir. How are you? Hey, tomorrow. I'm good. How are you guys? Hello. Hi, Welcome to the show. So, yeah, thanks <clears throat> for joining us. Uh, Jamari, you have um, Mother Michelet, Father James uh, West. You have Mother Dolores. You have Mother Isla. And that's it, right? And then you. Yeah. Okay. So I kind of get the idea to just I, I let them to, to to give who they were and and their house and, and the members of the and and uh, the members of the house uh, that they have on the show. So if you want to do that, uh, sure. Um, um, Jamari from LA. I'm the father of the West Coast chapter. Kids that were on the show was Tori Balmain, Gravity Balmain, Calypso Balmain, and Kelly Balmain. And they're all from the West Coast, right? Uh, yes. Uh, Callie's from Texas, but he lives on the West Coast. Yeah. Okay. Straight out of Dallas, Texas, in the Vogue Academy, Callie, Dequan. Yeah, that's where he is. Yeah. <laughs> got to let that be known. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, so Jamari, how how did you become attached to the to the um, project? <clears throat> um, I was a part of the original like cast that they reached out to for the show, uh, like two and a half years ago, and um, it was pretty cool to be you know accepted into that part of the cast, and it was pretty cool to know that you know we had different networks that were really fighting to put forth the effort to make the show. Um, originally, it was supposed to do, we were supposed to be on Netflix. Um, I mean, Bravo, I'm sorry. <clears throat> and then um, it shifted from Bravo to HBO, which is kind of cool um, in that sense, because, you know, HBO has a large, like, platform as far as, like, streaming-wise, as far as, like, the networks that they're already on that nobody even really pays attention to. So it was kind of cool to be a part of that. Um, it took very, very long. After a while, it was like one of those situations where it was like, okay, I quit. <laughs> like, this is taking way too long. I could be doing other things. But um, I'm glad I stuck it out and decided to stay on board because originally I wasn't going to do the show. <laughs> but um, I had to think more so about my kids. I, I It wasn't that I didn't like the show or it wasn't that I just, at that time, like, I was, on tour and things and I was like I had to cancel things in order to do the show and I had to think more so about my kids than I did myself because I felt like I was okay with not doing the show but you know my kids really wanted to do the show so I had to really like 
put forth the effort to be more so there for them than it was for me. But it was kind of a great experience, especially for me, because I learned so many, so much more about myself and the strengths that I have within myself and how strong my kids are, because usually I'm, I'm always like trying to be the dad. And it was like, in this sense, the role reversed because I was so stressed out <laughs> being there that um, they actually got to be my, my backbone. I actually got to be Clark Kent this time and not Superman the whole time. So it was kind of a great experience for me uh, throughout the show. I mean, of course, like, like life, you're going, you're going to have hardships and things that you're not capable of, or you feel you're not capable of, but you know, they teach you that, you can be a stronger person when you go through these things. So being on the show for me, the experience was amazing. I made, I already have great friends within the ballroom community, especially like those that are on the show, but it brought me so much closer to a lot of people that I don't see on a regular, like it, it brought me so much closer to little James. It brought me so much closer to Michelle. It brought me so much closer to Isla and me and Dolores have a bond that is like beyond crazy. And it just, it even made that relationship even stronger. So being on the show for me, I try not to see all the bad things that may have happened and try to find all the good and like making all these connections and being able to put our community on the map in a different way outside of uh, scripted television was kind of amazing to me too. So like just being a part of the show all in all for me was kind of cool. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a question for everyone and, and we can go down the line to who wants to answer First, but um, so most of you guys, not most of you guys, all of you guys are very uh, are ballroom savvy folks. You've been in ballroom for a while. You know ballroom. Um, we we we've had representations of ballroom out there in many forms, in many different forms. So my question is, with this production, um, how did how did ballroom? How was ballroom portrayed in this production? Was it portrayed true to life? Were you guys able to bring ballroom actually actually to life and say that this is actually what ballroom is? Maybe you know, uh, uh, you know, in a in a post pose uh, era, were, were you able to to bring ballroom to life? People are able to look at this production and say, oh, okay, that's ballroom. I think for the outside looking in. It's going to look like that, but because we know ballroom, it's going to read a little bit different because being able to see the show, you're going to look at it and be like, well, that wasn't enough. But for people, the untrained eye who don't know ballroom, they're going to be super excited. And I think that was it. We got to live our truth. Um, As much as people may think that it wasn't that way, but when a lot of decisions were made, it was through the whole cast. It wasn't like specific people making decisions. It was, we were very vocal, little James, um, Michelle, Dolores, and Isla can all contest to that. Like, when we didn't like something, we made it sure that we didn't like it. And it was pretty much, like, in the sense of where we couldn't really control it because it was production, and, it, of course, this is TV, so things were ran a little bit differently. But we had a say-so in pretty much majority of the things that we were um, in. And, like, in ballroom, you know, sometimes we aren't going to like the decision that is made or we aren't going to like the outcome. But I feel like as far as, like, being able to be ballroom, it was fine. It was just different because of the time frame, like I heard them saying, like, the time frame we had to create a ball was not normal time frame. We have months and weeks in advance to create a ball. We didn't have that type of time for the show. So We would I have three like, days. Like, literally, <laughs> if that. Literally three days. We didn't days. have no 
we didn't have any time to really put things together like we wanted to. And it's different, especially for, like, us, because I know Little James, I know Michelet, and I know Dolores. Like, they have aesthetics to themselves where they can do things themselves easily, but it wasn't about ourselves. We had to put a whole production together between a whole team of five people. So it would have been easier for us to pull things out of our ass in three days by ourselves, but because we had other people to worry about, it kind of made it a little more time-consuming, and it made it a little more on edge because it wasn't just us. It was production we had to deal with. It was the um, wardrobe we had to deal with. It was hair and makeup we had to deal with, and all these things, like, trying to coexist at once within the small amount of time we had was very, like, dramatic. So, like, to say yes to your question, we did get to bring our ballroom culture to what it was as far as aesthetic of the show, but will it be seen that way to ballroom people? No. It, it looks, it's going to look very rushed and not well put together, but be, you have to have been there to be like, oh, okay, I understand. And then also, you'll be like, okay, it was a lot you, more to it. But When when you see the episodes, people are, like Samara saying, people from the outside are going to see one thing, like, you know, there's a lot we can't say, but I will say there's so much footage that's not making it into the episode because there's really only so much that, that you can fit in. And um, we shot a lot of stuff. I, and, and also, like what Michelle was saying, yeah, we were the guinea pigs, and production was pretty honest about that. They, they knew that they were just putting one foot in front of the other and figuring it out as they were going along. And, I mean, I think if you watch season one of RuPaul's Drag Race, it's very different from season five and season eight, right? So this, we are the guinea pigs, and I think that, um, like, we shot a lot more reality stuff than what ends up in the show um, because it really ended up just being about the ball. And they'll probably handle the production side differently now that they've been through the motions as well. Yeah, they were pretty transparent about us. Hold on, let me see who this is. Go ahead, Diane. Hold on, let me see who this is. 818391. That's me. That's who? I think that's Dolores. It went eighteen oh. and one. That's me. Oh, okay. I don't know how it went there. Okay. Yeah, for mistake, well, I end up, and then I get back. Oh. Sorry. Okay, then. Yeah. But can I just say one more thing to that question? Is it somebody has a background? Try and tell the story, and I think yes. that that they do a good job of making sure that people's stories get told. And I think that is really the most important thing about bringing ballroom to the mainstream is making sure that the real stories get told. And that does happen. Right. Well, well, I can, I can attest to that. The, 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 the couple of episodes that I was able to see my favorite portion of the shows was the, the, the conversations with you guys about you guys and what you guys, and, and to tell your story. And I'm hoping that will uh, more of that will be in the in the coming shows that we get to see because that was to me was the best part of the entire. Uh, if, if you ask Rodney and Harold when I was telling them, that's what I appreciated more. You guys' story 
and and they and for the most part they were able to tell that. So I appreciated that. Well, I can and say I you're going to take being with HBO that they they took more care in that aspect as opposed to more of a like showy network. Well, I can tell y'all this uh, by going and um, going to go see you guys and everything. I'm thinking that I'm supposed to just go there and it was going to be maybe like two hours or something or whatever. But even from an audience standpoint of having to keep doing things over and over and over, I was like, wait a minute. And I started thinking about ballroom and this being a show and a production. So I get what y'all saying when y'all saying that we're going to see one thing as ballroom participants, even in the audience, you could tell who was from ballroom and who was just mm. there to, um, to spectate because it was like, I'm sitting there like, wait, what? And, you know, I'm like like going crazy, but I had to keep saying this is also TV and a production. They have to keep doing things, you know, over and over. The only thing y'all couldn't do over and over is when y'all come out and actually do y'all routine. It was either do or die right there. So I was like, that was kind of um, exciting to see, too, because I was like, okay, they have to keep cutting, keep cutting, keep cutting. But when these uh, houses come out and do their routine, they can't cut. They have to do this, and that's it. So I was like, okay. I can I can see that y'all are under a lot of pressure, and then you know I was talking to you and talking to the family, you know I know that was a lot of pressure being there and you know being out of y'all element. And Don't everything. say too so, much. Don't say too much. <laughs> <laughs> I had to call no shade. I had to call J Rock a couple times. I I personally had to re- really rely on my house outside of who was there at the show because there was you know. There was a lot of pressure. Well, well, a lot of pressure well, and a lot of personality. Like what, well, it's kind of like what Michelle said and what you said when it came down to being the guinea pigs. That's like one of the biggest things. Like I kept telling them on the on this show, everybody, that that's why I was pushing so hard for it and I get upset when people try to talk negative about it because it was a long process. Like, like uh, Jamari said, this two-year and everything. By it being the guinea pig, that was one of the reasons why it's bittersweet for me because they kept saying well, you know, the Navy kept saying, can we see it? Um, where's the show? Can we look at an episode? And I kept saying, this is the first episode. And they didn't have anything to kind of like, like say, for instance, this was The Bachelor. They can go and look at The Bachelor and say, oh, okay, but this was something that was from scratch. So I'm just excited for everybody, for all y'all. So let me ask you guys, um, let me ask you guys this. So, you had okay, so you had a ballroom show. You put, they put on a ballroom show, and the, so your um, so the judges, uh, if I might say that, I can say that because they're attached to the show. I'm I'm assuming I could I can say who they were, so they're attached to the show. So you had um, yeah, you Paul Roach, who was who was a stylist. Um, uh, you had um, Megan Megan the Stallion, uh, a rap artist. You had um. Jamila Jamil, she's a comedian actress, right? Yeah, and yeah. and you had Naomi, uh, Naomi um, uh, from 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 ballroom. Um, so with with those folks on on your panel on your weekly panel, I think, and then and then you you, you, you let me ask this: Do you feel that? Would you guys have have liked to have some more ballroom representatives on the judges part of it, or was no. that enough for you? 
Uh, initially, I was thinking that, but when I actually came down to it, I preferred to not have people that un- that knew me or knew anything about Jamari Balmain because then they got to actually develop, you know, a, a, a sense of who I am versus somebody who knows me or may not even like me, you know, on a panel type situation. So, and then I had to realize that these people were on this panel for a specific reason. Law was there for fashion. Uh, Megan was there for entertainment purposes. Jamila was like the um, the loving judge that was there to see your story and understand who you were. And Laomi was there to critique us ballroom wise. And our guest judge each week was just somebody new that got to fall in love with some with each particular house individually. So I I don't think I would have changed that. And I think the bad thing about it is ballroom is going to be well. Why didn't they have this judge? Why didn't they have this person? Why didn't they have this person? Because one, this is TV, so. Outside of Barbara, people may not know who these people are. Yes, we do have people like Trace, and we do have people like Amaya, but these people already have platforms. I'm saying, why not give somebody else that space, you know, build their own, you know, space? So I don't think I would have I, I, I would have preferred to have had these judges that were there, and I'm, I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. I get okay. why the judges are there, Tingos, but when I look at certain things, I believe that people who have the just about the same amount of following that have a platform that are still in ballroom could have took places of certain judges. Like, for instance, like a Tiana Taylor or, you know, um, even maybe like a Jennifer Hudson or something or Gaga. Like, they have all have thrown balls. They have been to balls. They have, you know what I mean, actually been set foot on the floor at times and things like that. So I think it, it definitely... I I do get the judges, but I think there were people more qualified with the same or a bigger platform that could have did um, a much better job. Mm -hmm. James, what do you think? Um, I actually agree with everything you just said. Um, I was like thinking, but she she summed it up for me so way easier than what I would have said. All right. Dolores, what do you think? Um, so I kind of agree with both. Like the good things that we we judges that they don't know you or like they're not part of any house, you avoid all the politics and you know preference or try to make your friends winning or pass. So you maybe avoid that. And maybe the fact that the judges they're celebrities and they don't know that much about ballroom sometimes they just they judge about aesthetics and maybe they forget the technique. So it's it's a uh, it's both are good and bad, but I understand the production. Maybe if they didn't have a Megan, Megan the Stallion or a lot of people who watch the show. So it would have been dope if he's the fifth judge, the guest judge. It would have, oh, maybe I cannot say it. Okay, let me stop. I think you understood. <laughs> <laughs> they could have had those no people on there as guest judges. That would have been cute. No shade. Exactly. I would have. Exactly. I would have liked that. But, I didn't but then it. I think maybe maybe for next season that type of stuff can happen. You know, again we it were getting things. This was yes. just something that we were thrown yeah. into. So I feel like then right. I feel like the ne- if when I'm Godspeed the when the next season happens I feel like it's going to be a different outreach. To, it's going to be so. If we're going to be like, bitch, we should have been on the second season. Because I feel like they're going to have such a yeah. much more of a 
understanding of ballroom that they can do things accordingly. And maybe people will be more on board right now. This is something new. So maybe they did Maybe they did reach out to the Tiana Taylors and these people. But, you know, they were busy. They didn't have time. Like, I don't know what that is. Yeah, and I get it. So, I mean, I mean, who's to say that now that this show does happen, that all those people that we wish would have been on our season will be on the next season? Well, right. I don't. I don't think anything is necessarily wrong with the name recognition. I think that you have that. I think, uh, in my opinion, I think name recognition is there already. So I don't think that was the issue. Uh, and, and of course, hindsight is twenty twenty, and all of that kind of stuff, and what happened has already happened. But I, I, my, my my point is to add. So you have these judges, and that's and that's fine because that's name recognition, law, maybe. Um, um, to those folks, all of those are all of those are named people that are going to draw folks in. But I was looking at it and I was saying, so that would have been really cool to have these four judges, these these entertainment folks that are there already. And why not have like three roving judges that are forward? The three roving judges are there to make a, a total of of seven judges that you had maybe three forward people that could come in, and that would add. In, in terms of adding validity to, to the ballroom portion of it, and then would add validity to what you guys were actually doing on the floor. Because, you know, say hypothetically, uh, Rodney would have been able to look at this and say, okay, in this episode, she did this, this, and this, and that was certainly right, or she did that, that wasn't right. But that would have been able to say, okay, the outfit was cute, but I don't know nothing else. I don't know nothing else, but the outfit was nice. Or so, you know what I mean? It, it could have been. Yeah, somebody ground that's coming through. I don't know what that is. It sounds like a lot of air. Yeah, like there's an extremely uh, loud background. I think somebody in a car. Yeah. Jamar, are you in a car? But um, shout out, I, shout out to Chief. She's listening. Right now, and she said, "Go Dodo, Dewey, or Doey, Doey, or something." Doey, like Doey, yeah, it's, it's oh. me, Doey, Doey. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's, 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 thank you. Uh, I, I want to chime in on that, Arnold. I I agree with. Um, I think since the show was like starting up, and just the first season, I think the celebrities that they picked were along the same realm as for starting up as well. Or just, you know, making noise in the industry and, or some of them are known, but like style is really, you know, you don't really, really know them unless you really enter that. So they're like starting up and they're making their name as well. So I think it was, it was okay um, for that. But like, like they were saying too, if you had like a, a super, superstar as a uh, revolving judge, like each week, I think they they would have would have made the contestants a little more excited as well to come out and see. Oh my God, Beyonce! You know, Beyonce. Just for example, Beyonce is the head judge tonight, or the special guest judge tonight, and that you know stuff like that. But I do understand um, the the given the uh, celebrities that were that are definitely making their name now um, in their perspective um, field. Um, to be the the judges, so I was I was okay with that. I I personally would like to see the fashion judge be someone from ballroom because I think that's an avenue that ballroom people have been having a huge influence on culture for a while now. Um, that's just me. I, I I I think that it could have been a little bit more balanced the panel, just so that it was like half half 
celebrity half ballroom affiliated. Um, I am I am glad they have Megan Thee Stallion on there. I mean, honestly, like I was saying, where my husband works, like he's always, you know, I mean, it's it's, it's a hip hop community, a hardcore Los Angeles hip hop community, and he's trying to talk about ballroom all the time, and it's you know, it's a little too gay for them, and but Megan Thee Stallion's on the show, and now it's like piqued their interest, you know, or it's it's, it's making it safe for them to pique an interest in it. So I do think that there were some smart choices for the panel, but I do think that, like Jamari said, future seasons are going to have more ballroom people on it. So question to all the parents um, that's on tonight. Um, So what do y'all have planned for the 27th on your, like, are, are y'all having a? Are, are you gonna do a premiere party? Or are y'all gonna get with? Well, I you can't really say party because of COVID, whatever. But how are y'all gonna do y'all premieres or whatever? Knowing that and we in this COVID situation, all this kind of stuff. So how y'all gonna celebrate? Are y'all gonna have like a couple of family members, a couple of ballroom family over or whatever? Starting with Isla. So, well, we're doing a premiere tomorrow, a virtual premiere, and um. It's going to be on Zoom. As Deshaun's going to commentate. My cue from the DJ will be viewing the first episode and then doing like an after party. Um, and I, I think there's like select like press people and other people. I know like some drag race girls are going to get to be viewing it. I, I don't know who else has gotten the invite, but that's happening tomorrow. What was the other part of the question? No. Do you have plan for the premiere date? Like, do you have anything planned with just personally? Oh, personally? Um, yeah. I'll be changing diapers and answering emails. <laughs> <laughs> so, little, little James, what? I'm so used to calling you little James. King James, what do you have planned for yourself? Um, so I'm gonna have a little premiere party, but with my family, um, just my immediate family, my my two sisters, my mom, her husband, and my two nephews. Um, we just gonna sit and watch it together because I wasn't like actually um, communicating with them like very much about the show, like like you know while it was happening and stuff like that. So um, I was just like, I really wanted to just kind of catch them off guard with a lot of stuff that's gonna happen on the show and stuff like that. So yeah, those are my plans. Jamari. Um, I was trying to rent out the London's viewing room, but this COVID thing ruined that. So I'm trying to find a creative way to have a social distancing situation. So I'm thinking of maybe going to a park and renting like one of those like video screens and just like putting chairs six feet away from each other. Because I have um, a lot of my family and then like a lot of the ball mains are here. So uh, we're trying to figure out a way to do it where we can all be together. So that right now is what we're trying to do, trying to have like a little, find a park where we can rent one of those like little screens and do the whole social distancing. If not, we're just probably going to like have it somewhere where we can all be together and still view it and not get in trouble for it because right now they're giving out tickets for people that are having <laughs> anybody more than two people in one situation. 
situation. So we're not trying to get ticketed. So we're just trying to figure that out because this COVID is really ruining a lot of things. Okay. Dolores? Um, I I didn't know they were going they were giving tickets so I might have to change my plan but <laughs> I was inviting like a few close friends to watch it and when we watch it I wanted to like um since HBO is not working in, in Europe and in Italy <laughs> I wanna zoom record it with my family in Italy because I wanna see the reaction when they see me on T V. <laughs> oh. So yeah, uh this is my plan I think, yeah. Michelle? Uh, well, I have still been really close with uh, my people here because we're all safe and healthy. So just like we do pretty much every Sunday, we are going to do on Tuesday, and that's going to be a watch party. We're going to turn up, have some food, have some drinks, and have a great old time. Okay. okay. I'm like so everybody's plan. <laughs> 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 I want a babysitter. Dolores said, no ticket? No ticket? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Dolores said she didn't know they were giving out tickets, so she might have to do some tweaking. Exactly. Uh-huh. I gotta change my thumbprints or don't go. On I my mean, I think, <laughs> I think. I mean, as long as you're not having like no you're loud outside. Outside. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. they. Um, my friend had a like a house party and somebody called the police because it was too loud. Oh. And when they went inside, yeah. there was too many people, and they gave them. Yeah, like, everybody was getting tickets. Yeah, so because it's only supposed to be ten people at a time. So I mean, you're free to have one because um, what oh, I was trying people? to do originally was good. yeah, ten people. Yeah, ten people. Ten, ten or less is fine. But what I was trying to do was originally have a HBO do um, rent out the London screening room for all of us that are in LA. So me, Michelle, Dolores, like everybody that's in LA, and have them. They were going to rent out the screening room for us, but because of um, the COVID situation, their screening room is not open at the London. So. We just we they weren't we weren't able to do it. LA's still really shut down. Like I know, like like Shorty Ebony is going to Atlanta. Like a lot of the other cities, people are able to do bigger things. But LA is like, like they literally just opened the beach, but restaurants and like everything's still shut down. Baby, Texas is open, and ain't nobody doing no social distancing, but I'll just be watching them. I'm praying for them for that first batch of people that's going out. Um, if some of them fall, if some of them stay, I'm going to just, you know, monitor from the house. But they are definitely out in Dallas and Houston, out, out. <laughs> and ain't no tickets getting, nobody getting no tickets. They are not playing that shit here. <laughs> Um, let me ask a question. Um, each one of you guys can name maybe one person, if there is a person um, that, like, when you first got to the show and you said, you know, the eight different houses, with, um, so there's five members per house, so all those people. Um, little James, I'll start with you. Um, could you name one person that you did not know that you met differently from the show? Um. You you mean as far as like people in ballroom? Yeah, the ballroom, the contestants. Um, so I didn't know Dolores um 
like prior to like the show. I knew of Dolores. I've like watched her. Um, but I was like actually like it was really good seeing her when I was there. Like her energy was always good. She was always smiling and like um if nothing else, like the House of West tried to bring a lot of good energy to the show and just like personality. Because I know we was all under pressure and like it was a competition, so you know how it can be, um, once you had like your full attitude on. Um, which I feel like a lot of people had a lot of the times, but us on the flip side wanted to be like you know, we're not on the floor right now. So regardless of us being here for a competition, like this, let's have fun because this is a dope-ass opportunity. We're all being, like, put forth to, to present this opportunity together. So let's love each other behind closed doors. And when we get on the floor, we keep it there. So um, Dolores is definitely one of the people that for sure that I, like, got, like, to see more and, like, got a little more familiar with and, like, you know, was able to talk to her and um, kind of bond a bit. So, yeah. Thank you. Likewise, definitely. Sure. And how about for you, Jamari, who, um, all the cast members that were there, not just Karen, not just, in, just all the contestants that were there, who one person that you didn't know that you did um, get a rapport with or, you know, converse with and stuff like that, or if any, if nobody? Um, that's hard to say because it's not one person. It was so many people that I did never really met. Like, all of the groups. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never had a personal relationship with any of them, and after meeting them, I love them. Wilma and Maurice, I've never met them personally, and after meeting them, I love them to death. Like, um, Sharon from the Ninjas, I never met her, and I enjoy being around her. Um, I know pretty much all the Lombans was there, except for Erica. We became cool. Um, like, there's so many people in on this cast that I've never actually met in person, and after meeting them in person, like, even outside of, like, the wanting to like storm each other on the floor, like James said, like it was amazing outside of that because we all bonded and it was just like so many people there that like I knew all the things around, so that I knew everybody there. But like everybody that I didn't know, like from each house, like I've made a create bond. I still talk to these people outside of right now, like I'm still talking to them. So it was kind of amazing to have so many people, not just I can't just choose one. Okay, um, Michelle. Um, who comes who comes to mind would probably be um Didi, Gorgeous Gucci and Cheyenne. Um, Escada. Um, although like I really I the people I did know a, a bunch of people but not personally. So it was yeah. nice to share that space and especially since I'm kind of like in and out when I do do ballroom. Um mm-hmm. it was nice to even share myself. Um, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. All right. Um, Isla. She's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, fucking God. Didn't know. I can't. Dolores. Yes. Um, yeah, it was it was really dope because I I knew people by name, you know either you mm-hmm. know in social media you saw them in the bar boss but never got the chance to talk with them and I I um, shared the same feeling with James and I actually learned I learned a lot from everyone like just listen their experience in ballroom, um I learned a lot and I bond even more with people that I was friend already and I just want to say that it was a lot of um. Uh, after after we we were done shooting or 
you know, in the normal time, uh, there was a lot of um, sharing and helping. Like, I've been helped a lot by uh, Michelle and Erica and, uh, um, of course, Jamari. But, you know, when I, when I had doubt about even about the, the categories, maybe because of translation, everybody was there willing to help us and let us figure it out more. So there was never that feeling of competition outside. Maybe something that I've only me felt but. On, on the show, of course, it's part of the game, but outside we were all cool. Every morning we were smiling at each other. Every night we were, when we were about to go to the hotel, everybody was, you know, happy with each other. So that was a, an amazing experience. I'm here. I thought I, I had my phone on mute. <laughs> I, 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 I had my phone on mute. <laughs> oh, okay. Go ahead, Isla. Um, so, okay, for me, I, first and foremost, um, so with the Ebony team, um, you know, Mashanti and I are here in L.A. together. We run the chapter in L.A., but everyone was from different cities. Our team got changed around a lot, even up until the very day. Um, <laughs> and so there was, so there were Ebony's that came onto the team that I'd never met before. And so our experience was different, you know, I mean, like the Balmain's, are like a tight knit family that are together all the time. We were all getting to know each other, and um, for me, um, Shorty Ebony was it was pretty pretty incredible connection that got made between the two of us. And like that's like legitimately my child, and and I'm like I still care for him, and I love him so much, and he's really special, and I'm really excited for him because I think he's someone that's gonna um, like forge a whole new path in his life from this show. And then another person, um, that I like become really, really good friends with is Yo-Yo Escada. Um, she's mm-hmm. a woman vocalist on the house of Escada. And what's cool about the house of Escada is that like a lot of them, that's going to be the sort of the, the team that people are sort of surprised by because there'll be a lot of unfamiliar faces to a lot of ballroom people and they they're really talented, and Yo-Yo is just this very spiritual woman, and she was the other mother, so we, for me, it was those two. And then, of course, getting to know, like everyone said, like getting to really know people that you've sort of superficially known in ballroom was pretty amazing. Right. Right. Okay. Well, thank you guys for that. Donald? Yeah. Um, so, James, I, I have a question for you. Um, so, your in looking at your thing, you you kind of term your house. You kind of have a a pet um, definition of your house, and and that mm-hmm. was that was striking to me. And I just if you can explain that, if, I think you know what I'm talking about. You kind of have a dick how you yeah. explain oh, your um, house, and whether it's explain that and give me the reason why you feel that way. So um, I I do consider the house of West to be um. The rebels of, of ballroom, um, just and, and like in a positive way, because I feel like um, I no matter what people say and like how much people give me a pat on my back now, I remember a lot of stuff that people said and the way they found it, like faces up and stuff when we first opened the house of West and like the reasons being behind closed doors was like all the congratulations I got was, you know, I don't think they can do it. They're too young. Like they don't know this. They don't know that. They don't know what it's like to have to deal with this all night, all day. And it was like, you know, I kept, like, um, defending myself specifically 
and also Africa because we kind of both played the same role in both houses that we was in um, prior to the House of West. And, like, I ran the House of Khan, like, in my sleep nearly. Like, I, like, did it. I did it 3 o'clock in the morning, just, like, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, like, to the point where I was so involved with um, the house that it was, like, normal for my boss to walk in and know that I was doing a conference call with Alpha Khan. So for the House of West specifically, I felt like um, we we broke the rules. We, I felt like we broke the rules. And the reason I, I feel like a, a lot of other people have, like, tried to open houses and stuff like that, but I don't feel like it has went as far as we have in, like, such a small period of time. So the reason I, like, own the fact that we're the rebels and we broke the rules but in a positive way is because we don't really bring anything negative to ballroom. And we try to kind of embrace, like, great energy. And along with, I feel like, like, even for, like, people that's on the phone, J-Rock, Rodney, um, and, and also you, Arnold, I feel like there's been times that we have, like, broken the rules in a good way to the point where, like, we did it and y'all, I would actually catch y'all smile at the results of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, so mm-hmm. yeah, that's, like, kind of why I, like, hold on to that because there's ways that, like, there's ways that people can, like, break the rules, but breaking the rules is not, it's not like you're being illegal or you're being negative or you're being bad. You're just doing what people say you can't do. And you, and you turn it into right. something pretty, like the, the, the blooming process is amazing. So that's kind of like what I try to aim for and like hold on to because we're such a younger house. Um, and we do it like pretty big and we do it good. And it's like, we're so comfortable with the way we do things. I just feel like people can't tell us what we can and cannot do. As long as it works for us, we're going to do just that. Yeah. So in addition to, to to what James just said about his, his house and how he feels about that, what do you what do you other guys what do you other guys want people to take from your from take what, what, what do you want them to say about Ebony or say about Saint Laurent or say about a Ninja and Balmain? What do you want them to say about that when they finish looking at these episodes and they finish looking at the show and and people and somebody mentions the house of Balmain? What would you want them to say? take from it, Jamar? What I would want them to take is just getting to know people before you judge them. I feel like in ballroom, everybody's so quick to just attack you for, like, not knowing or, like, not actually being up to par versus, like, building you up. So I definitely want people to, like, look at the show and not take what you think for granted because I feel like a lot of times we get into a space where we're mentally just judging people because of what we're capable of and not understanding what other people are capable of. Me going into the show, I'm a professional dancer. My kids aren't. So I had to realize, like, fuck, they can't pick up choreography like I can, so I can't be as hard on them as I would be, like, my other friends. So I have to learn that myself. Like, you can't put everybody in the same place as you are because they're not – everybody's not going to be there, and you have to be able to judge them accordingly – as far as who they are and what they are capable of versus what you think they're capable of or what they should be capable of. Because a lot of people don't understand, like, shit, my house on my side is everybody's new. They've only been doing this for, like, two years plus, if that. And so, like, I just want people to look at us and not only see us for me because a lot of people are going to see me and then think of, oh, okay, well, it's going to be popping because Jamari is there. But that's not the case because my kids aren't me. They're not going to do the things that I do or can do, and I'm not going to be able to do some of the things that they do. So I just want people to see as a whole, not just my house in general, all the houses that were on the show and not judge them for what they think they're capable of and judge them for what they are capable of and just watch the show and really enjoy it for who we are and not for what you think we should be. 
Okay. Dolores? You said Dolores? Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, what do you want? Okay. Uh, so I would love them to, you know, um, actually, I hope we did, uh, we represent at the best as we could, because when you're there, you don't have that much time to think, but we, I, we, we did our best. Um, and, uh, yeah, sometimes I don't know what is going to be there, but sometimes they don't show, um, what there is behind. They just show the, the final, the final thing, um, so that's the the thing. Like, yeah, just maybe address what Jamari say. Don't don't maybe don't judge and be. You know, we really try our best. <laughs> I don't know if it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Thank uh-huh. you. Um, Michelle. Um, I love both the, the comments before. Um, but being that. Um, and it did come up earlier that it was brought up that um, some from my house. What what I want uh, people to take from my house is that the people that I chose we're actually family and we're cut from the same cloth. And if you are ballroom, then you know we are a part. We are from the um, the, the house that molded us, right? And so that I feel like that essence of what that was has carried over into St. Laurent and St. Laurent to me um, absolutely displays what we displayed on um, legendary and um, yeah, just enjoy, be patient. Don't be so quick to judge because the, the circumstances <laughs> were very, very strenuous. Um, yeah. Um, Isla? Well, the circumstances were not only strenuous, but we were often walking categories we've never walked before. Um, So, (laughs) like, please really don't judge us. Um, We'll also know that, you know, things get edited a certain way, and so there's always going to be another side to the story when you see stuff. But as far as the House of Ebony... um, you know, uh, there were, um, uh, how do I say this? I just, I think that Ebony brings to this show um, true ballroom. I mean, we had highs and we had lows emotionally, and but, but we always, always came together with our productions. We did a lot of productions in the show, um, and Ebony always brought heat and that that is historically what Ebony does. We don't necessarily get the vote, but we get the moment and uh, expect Ebony to have a lot of moments. Okay. Very cool. Um, Sound like J-Rock right now. Sound like (laughs) 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 J-Rock. It just is what it is. Man, you know, challenges. You gotta, you gotta get through the challenges, you know. Well, well I I like to say again that I, I thank you guys for coming on. I appreciate you guys very much. Um, all of you. 
Um, and and like I said, being able to at least witness some of it already, uh, I really, really commend you guys. I mean, you, you, you guys put yourself out there and, and, and showed out, and, and I think everyone will be pleased at least with, with the, with the um, effort that you all put in to um, making this show and making it something that we can be proud of as a community. Um, I don't know, J-Rock, if you have, um, if there are any callers that would want to ask uh, these guys any questions. Um, well, uh, we can open that portion up. Is there any kids out there that just want to come on and say hello to your parents and stuff? That would be good as well. Chime in. Well, Chief, they've been on the uh, live the whole time cracking up at uh, Dolores. Um, Shy was in, he left. <laughs> been watching. Um, y'all resident intern is in the queue. Um, that's here sometimes. Of course, she is. Of course, she is. <laughs> Hold on, y'all. And listen, Rodney gonna get mad, but hey. You a bad, bad bitch, girl, you a bad, bad bitch. You want a bad bitch? Trina's the baddest. And I'm thinking fine from the cornbread and the cabbage, a savage. I would give you my number so you can have this. But I don't need to talk. It's prank calls or the madness. My ass like, whoa, my goodies incredible. I'm in a chill, eat a skirt, and he's... And his legs flexible. Hold on, hold on one second. Lil' James, you've been on the show before. Do you see this? A damn intern get an intro music. <laughs> intern get an intro. Y'all cannot take. Oh, y'all cannot take. <laughs> Crazy parents. Crazy parents. You. Hi, how's everybody going? How's everybody doing? All right. Oh, my God. Uh, the parents huh? look, have to wait. Look, let me start my shade. 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 Isla, the parents said she should have been mother. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's the whole problem. That's the whole problem. <laughs> <laughs> honey, honey, you wouldn't have been on the show if it wasn't for me. And here's the thing. See, here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't need to want to be the mother. I was the mother. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, y'all. All right. If All right. Not- if I hold on, y'all. If I do not let this person through, they're gonna be mad. They just woke up from Marcus. their ice and their and their barbecue sleep. She called me daddy. I don't even know her mama. She gonna do it for some Dolce Gabbana, Louis, Gucci, Fendi, Prada. With no strings attached, like Balenciaga. She called me daddy. I don't even know her mama. She gonna do it for some Dolce Gabbana, Louis, Gucci, Fendi, Prada. With no strings attached, like Balenciaga. Good evening, brother. Good evening, all. Thank you very much, Pinocchio, uh, for allowing me to come on with your wide nose. Um, hello, Rodney. Hello, Arnold. Hello, uh, to Paris. Um, Hi. And I'm not sure who's all on from that was on Legendary, but hello to all of you. If you, was you here, have Little Jones, you have Jamari, you have Isla, you have Dolores, and you have Mr. Light. Oh, hello, people. Hello. Hi. And, and hi, Little James. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Let me go right quick and see J Rock and. Uh, 
because uh, I know everybody can't stay on long and people have stuff to do. So I just want to make sure that um, we don't have any questions for the for the panelists. And uh, if anybody, if there is anybody out there that has any questions for these guys before they have to go, um, please uh, hit up, uh, press one, and ask whatever question. They're all just listening. I mean, it's, they're listening. Um, um, they haven't pressed one, nothing like they're that. But, uh, before they go, before they go, so, it's Arrowhead. That he wants so, to yeah, so, so really quick. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if uh, this question has been asked already. But you know, well, James, I know you're an overall, so you really have um, overall father, so you really have like complete control. But you know, as far as being parents of your respective uh, teams, um, did you have say so in the um, in who was going to be a part of the team? Like, did they allow you to um, determine your team? Because I know Michelle was one of the first people with the team, and she selected her team, you know, prior to it even becoming the project that it was. So. Just kind of curious. Yeah, I wasn't able to. Um, I didn't have any like say so who was on the team. I think I didn't even find out who was on the team until maybe about two weeks prior to us Um It took me a long time to find out who was on the team. So I, but I it was so many people mm-hmm. interviews when they asked me um, if I had anybody to like send them over. I had sent them about like sixteen people um, to be interviewed. So I didn't have a clue who it was or actually was chosen until about a couple weeks before the um, it was time to leave. So, yeah, so, so, and so, so. Since, my, since just one second since my name was mentioned, um, I gave them. I think we all gave them a few names, including alternate. Somebody has a background. On, I can't hear anything. Hold on, hold on, Ms. Lay. Somebody's background noise is is really competing against her, and it's unfair. Thank you. Go ahead, Ms. Lay. Um, I was saying the process was is that we had to submit names um right. and so that was like four hardcore people and then you had alternates and sometimes the people that you picked did not make it through because of the extensive um interviews and background checks and things like that and so depending on who made it through is what created your house or who made right. it through to your house Right. Okay. So, 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 okay. So I get that. And, and, and I do understand, you know, by HBO being a network um, that, and, 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 or, or, excuse me, let me rephrase that. By this production company doing what they're doing and then, you know, submitting this to HBO, you know, that there are certain parameters and criteria. And I'm asking, you know, both of, both Michelet and, um, well, both Michelle and Little James, because y'all are overall parents, I'm not excluding anyone else. But being that you are, especially Little James, being that you are, you know, West is your legacy. West is your brand. Um, and basically, you know, you do have other people working with you, of course. However, do you feel like as a leader that, you know, you should have a little bit more input in who's potentially going on the floor and representing your brand on a um, entertainment platform of, of this magnitude. Um, so I feel like it should be optional for, um, um, I guess, somebody as a mobile parent to decide on who they want. Um, for me, I'm not upset about the fact that I wasn't able to choose because I feel like I had so many talented people in my house. I would not know. I would, like, have a, a brain buster, like, trying to figure out who's better for what. 
Um, so I was okay with like the randomization and like, you know, being able to work with the people I worked with, I was completely fine with that. Um, but yeah, I do think that like some people should have that option to choose their thing. I'm just like fine with not having the option though. Okay. No, I mean, I, I, I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, I just think that um, at least my thought process is even if it's not a point of choosing to be a part of the process to be able to, in case, you know, there is an alternative, you know, that, are, that that someone is looking for, there may be someone that that has an unrealized talent that, you know, someone may not can't capture based off YouTube videos or information that has been shared with them that, you know, potentially, you know, you can say, hey, you know, here's this hidden gem right here that may be ideal for you. So, you know, that's just my but thing, you know what I'm saying? I think, that, I think that, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, you know, um, utilizing someone's brand and putting it, you know, in the uh, on a platform such as HBO, that you know the people that are you know tied to this brand twenty four seven three sixty five should at least have some type of input in the process. So Harold, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I just think it's a, it's a branding process as well. Yeah, that's that's what that's okay. So, so one of the things that the conversation that's going to that's floating. So just because Harold brought this up. Floating around ballrooms, if you guys don't know, is the idea behind, and y'all can tell us how y'all feel about it, the idea behind, because this is, like, this is James' brand. So James knows what's going on in his brand. It's his brand. He knows it. Michelle is the overall mother, so she kind of knows what's going on in the brand. But then you look at it from the standpoint of uh, some of the overall parents of these houses were not um, a part of this. So and they feel this is their brand, so not having any input on how their brand is being portrayed could be a kind of a conflict for them or could be an issue for them. Do y'all think that's a, that was ever a problem in any of the of any of, for, for you guys, for any of you guys, probably besides Michelle and, and Little James? Well, can I speak real quick on that? I feel like the way that the show is, and this is the Paris Abraham speaking, is that it's not to basically tell the story of each individual house per se, but more so to say exactly like what is your your own individual story that ballroom you know gave you like it doesn't if that makes sense like it doesn't focus on like the history of the house of Balenciaga or the history of the house of Ebony. It talks about current day people that are in the houses and what has ballroom or your house done significantly for your life and like what does your life look like after after you've been to ballroom. No, uh, okay, so, 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 again, please understand, um, DeParis, I'm in no way attacking the, the format of how this is brought forth, okay? I'm not attacking, I don't want anyone to feel that, you know, I am um, minimizing uh, legendary or, you know, or even the fact that, you know, the stories are focused on where they're focused. I think it's great. I think it's great that very, you know, we get to see backstories behind, you know, the individuals that, you know, participate in the scene. Again, my only thing is that very, when when it comes down to this, and, and, and this is a good, you know, this is, this, this in this scenario, you know, it appears, you know, everybody's happy, all things went good. My My only concern is going forward. You know, what if there's somebody that, you know, Little James doesn't necessarily wanting, want want at the time, you know, to represent West? Maybe it's somebody, you know, Little James is having a problem with this in the house that he necessarily feels a very, you know, this person 
is a, I know what this person gets, and then once this person gets gets on, you know, gets involved, you know what I'm saying, you know, these people are not going to work with this person. This person is going to, you know, embarrass either my brand or ballroom. So, you know what I'm saying, so, so this this is the only reason that I say, you know, there at least should be a little um, a, a, a little deference to the we, we had leadership. That, we had that type of authority. Hello, if if hello, it was something hello, to where... Hello? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, one second, one second. But Harold, um, I think Lil James and, and Michelle say they pick the fifteen, even though they know it's gonna only gonna be four people. They pick the fifteen, and based on the interviews process, so I'm sure he only picked fifteen that was that he felt would represent the house and represent the brand. So he did have some input by making right. the list. But the other we, people we had yeah, to right. interview them. So the right. out of the fifteen people that he chose. He knew that there was a, a stern 15 that would represent, so it wasn't really no bad apples or nobody that was, rep, you know, misrepresenting the house. But he had that, 15 good people. Right. You know, you know it's going to only be four that was picked. So that, that's why that's why I kind of tried to take little James, uh, little James and Michelet out of this context because they were they are the heads of their house, so they knew what they were doing. Well, and, and I don't know if that it may work for for uh, was, uh, for Balmain and for. Ebony and Ninja and as well, and Escada and Lavine and Gorgeous Gucci. It could have worked for them as well as that, but with and besides Jarrell, that these were not the overall parents of the house, and it was the idea behind, you know, do did was there some idea that they didn't have any input into what was going on with their brand? No, I think they like, get, they gave every leader the same amount of respect. I don't think they. Like tried to make it like, well, these are the overalls. Let me make sure they they gave us all the same amount of respect, even in the sense of if they did choose somebody that we didn't want and we spoke up on it, it was like spoken up for and they and they took it into consideration and they didn't just was like, well, we don't care how you feel, we're gonna put this person on because at the end of the day they wanted us to be comfortable. So if they chose somebody that we weren't comfortable with, we weren't gonna deal with them. I don't think they would have chosen them and. We did get to choose a specific amount of people, and we all tried to open it up to our, our our like family and you know close ones that were able to do it. And the production took that into consideration, but they chose who they they thought best fit like the personality for TV. It wasn't necessarily about the skills for them; it was basically about the personality and the look for TV. Okay, I mean, okay, we can move on because 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 my point. Is lost. I think it's not. I mean, you know, Rodney took it a whole other direction. So this is not about. So we'll just move on. Go ahead. <laughs> well, can I just say one thing though? I let's. I think we do have sure. to remember that everything about this whole process was putting one foot in front of the other, and they were learning about ballroom as they were casting it. You know what I mean? Good. So again, like I think going into Good season thing. two, people are going. To be presenting teams that'll be it, it, it'll just be different the second time, and this was a learning experience for everybody. And I think ballroom people are going to approach the show differently now, having seen a whole season. Okay. Um, I don't know if I get the question, but maybe, for example, in my case. Anything about branding the House of Ninja? I was always talking any decision with the overall fathers, like to agree, yeah. if, to have their blessings about, they were asking, tell us the history, how you want to be represented, what is that, you know. Uh, so I was always sharing with them because 
I was carrying not names of other people. And, um, yeah, I also had the chance to say, actually, I would love to work more with this other ninja because this other person, like, they're not really representing the barroom scene, blah, blah, blah. Like, they were listening a lot to us. And, yes, yeah, I don't know if that might was the question or about branding the house. No, I think you you I think you answered it better than better than everyone else. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. <laughs> what Harold was asking. What Harold was asking. Yeah. Well, um, Jay Rock, if there's no questions, I don't want to hold these guys if they want to stay on. Uh, we'd love to for you to stay on and continue having a conversation. Uh, but I understand if you have to go, if you have other things that you need to do. Um, but we certainly appreciate you guys coming on. I, I, I'm, I'm really hyped uh, from the first seeing the first two episodes. I'm really hyped to see the rest. And uh, as I keep saying, I'm so proud of you guys. I'm so happy that you were able to to have this experience and to do it. And and uh, I think everyone's going to really uh, applaud you guys for the for the for the work you guys put in. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you guys. Yeah. I don't see any, I don't see any extra callers or anything like that that's raising their hands. But just take, you know, take it for what it is for season one. We don't know how they're gonna do season two. If they, you know, invite houses back, they're gonna get new houses, whatever. But um, hopefully, ballroom push this. You know, all the ballroom push this uh, because this could be an opportunity. Y'all have opened up a door, open up a door for a lot of people. So. Um, if y'all want to take it further, just expect a lot of people to be giving y'all phone calls and stuff like that. And God bless all of y'all on a, you know, if this may help y'all out in life. Some people don't need it. Some people do need it. Who knows? But I just hope everything goes well for you guys. And thank y'all for representing Ballroom, period. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, thank you. No thank you, everyone. And thank you, thank you for thank taking you the everyone. time. Thank you for taking the time to come on to, you know, this network and, you know, just share, sharing your personal experiences. Thank you, guys. No problem. No problem. Of course. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. Be safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Don't get no Thank ticket, D-Lori. <laughs> I must try. No big deal. They're going to send me back to Italy. Oh, Deported back to <laughs> Don't you get sent back to Italy, girl. No, no, no. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Well, while we're waiting, uh, we got a caller. Let's see. Uh, Marcus, are you representing Yes, I'm calling, I'm calling for the up-and-coming star, uh, Zaparis. Why would you, why would you accuse me? Why would you accuse me of calling in angry we, uh, when it was Harold? We're talking about, oh, that's Mark. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way the intro was coming out, you know, I don't know. Well, no. Well, yes, yes. What? So now that our guests are going, saying, hello, Marcus, how are you doing? I haven't talked to you all week. Oh, my Lord. I, so I now you didn't got the cast about the way. Me, hold, but hold on a moment. Let me get to this big nose snouted uh Queen down in Oh my Texas. god. Oh my god. Listen listen, ho. Okay, listen. Okay. Don't be trying me on this platform. I don't care that you I don't care that you push the buttons and this and that and whatever the case. Don't be disrespecting me. All right. 
Mm. So, you know, again, this is not an attack on Support. you. This wasn't an attack on Legendary. No, no, it was, no, no. It was a process that worked out. That. What, I was, what I was saying was, speaking from a, speaking from a reference where, as in our situation, I feel like it made it, it, it played a part in, like, the, the, the dynamics of our team because, like, I don't know if y'all heard when I just got on, the first thing Isla said was, I basically gave you this opportunity. You know what I mean? And it's like hearing somebody say that to you, it's like, well, at the end of the day, are you saying that because you feel like you got one up on me because, you know, you put me in this predicament and it just makes it, it made it more, it made it so much more than what it needed to be on our team because you had somebody who was constantly throwing it at us like, well, y'all wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me or, you know, something like that. But I do understand. I do, like, truly understand what you mean. Just like with us, like, we um had um the Ebony, the um overalls of Ebony, we, you know, we had, they was filled in with everything that was going on only for the fact. And I feel like everybody, every house felt the same way who wasn't represented by overall appearance. Like, everybody kept intel with they, with, you know, with their houses as far as, like, that, what was going on. That's not true, though, Savannah. That's, that's really oh, not true. Is that not um, true? They were, I mean, and I think that, I've already told them that. So, I mean, these are my views, Marcus and Scott of views, not representing mm. the whole house. But I felt like when they did this, it was done so secretive. And I get that there has to be a, you know, things are supposed to be kept on the back burner. But like Harold said, this is uh-huh. representing our brands or our leaders right. or our founders' brand. And you really don't know how this show or even any other show that comes forward conflicts with what other houses have going on. Some houses may be working with corporate sponsors and you know, so if you really never speak to the overall leadership, it could be a conflict of interest if you don't really get their buying in. Not saying that they should pick who's gonna be on the show, but I mean some of the overall right. parents. Marcus, if I could cut in, it, let me give you Paris right. an example. <laughs> if I could cut in. Okay, so say, <laughs> say Paris, just say this. Say the Balenciagas was on the show. Say, say, say all of a sudden, say, mm-hmm. um, let, 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 let's say Kitty was contacted and Kitty put together a team to be on the show and Kitty really never said nothing to me about it, right? But on the flip side of it, me, Shannon, and Lawrence had signed a contract with Showtime to, you know, for, for, for the House of Balenciaga to kind of be on this show. An exclusive contract mm-hmm. to very, our team is not going to be represented somewhere else. We knew nothing about the whole kitty and them thing. Then this comes down to now we have a conflict of interest because there hasn't really been, um, there really hasn't been a discussion, and now we're facing a breach of contract because we're unable right. to kind of fulfill what we've done. This is all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and okay, you know, well, no, I was going to go a little bit deeper, but I'll talk to you one-on-one and kind of, and I'll tell you, and I'll explain well, to no, you no, what, something, what, what and I then you'll get to understand I, where I'm coming from. What I was saying was, I get where y'all was coming from. When I, when I was saying what I was saying about people were keeping uh, – Close ties with. I was, I was I was speaking in reference of the team, so I feel like when it comes down to that type of stuff, like when everything was going on, I would hope that everybody was communicating with their houses, letting them know like what was going on as as, as far as like with HO, because like with the Margellas case, when Vinny was uh, up for uh, because the Margellas was supposed to be a house that was supposed to be featured on the show, but when he got rejected, he said that he he didn't want his house featured at all. You know what I mean? So it was like. I feel like in the process of it starting, even though the HBO didn't do their part or South Production do their part to reach out to the overalls that had houses on there that wasn't represented by overall appearance, that it was the the members, almost the members' jobs per se, to say, like, okay, well, 
you know, the house is being cast in this show. Do you want to do it or not? That's what I was saying from this thing. But I do get well, where y'all come from. The idea of when you're talking, because, I mean, you guys sign, like, you know, non-disclosure, so there's probably certain things that you guys mm-hmm. probably couldn't do. But it's, I think that's where the people from Ballroom should have actually introduced that. Well, this is the proper protocol. Even if it was just a, a Zoom call to say, hey, this is kind of what we're thinking about. We're thinking about including your organization in this. You know, just giving you a heads up, cat, dog, hi, you know, if you want to come. Because, I mean, I, I, you know, no shade, I do feel some type of way that our organization has been on this show. We haven't seen one episode. We don't know what's going on. But, you know, we're getting contacted (laughs) by all kinds of magazines. We're getting contacted by magazines and asked to do things. And I don't know what to tell these people. You know, we can give them the basic information about our house, but... And it's really similar, honestly, to, you know, you, you have a child in high school, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, here comes a TV show and they want to do, you know, a feature. They want to do a show, you know, and it's going to feature, you know, your child can be one of the featured teens on the show. But they don't want to talk mm-hmm. to you at all. Who cares you're the parent? Who cares this is your child? This is not whatever the mm-hmm. case. That doesn't sound right, correct? Like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I'm I'm not being funny, and and, and, and I don't want anyone to take this as, like, the old people, this and that, whatever, because it's not about that. It's not about, like, any of the people have to be on, but I I, I do think that, you know, it it, it does come off like, you know what I'm saying, when it comes down to it. Let me just say this. If if it was the House of Balenciaga, whatever the case, and, you know, These discussions were brought to me. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to get Lawrence involved because because Lawrence is is vested in dealing with you know the with with with, with entertainment law and stuff like that. So you know what I'm saying as a person who's you know been involved, this this gives an opportunity one to make sure that you know our people aren't getting fucked over. Yeah, it's nice to be on TV and stuff, this and that, whatever case. But then what if you find out later, what if you find out later, you know what I'm saying, what if you were to find out, and, and I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying, I don't, I don't know what kind of pay it was, what if you were to find out that very, say, like, there was another house, and, you know, that house knew a little bit about something, and all their people got five times what y'all got paid, then you would be feeling some type of way. You, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Right. Mm-hmm. Well, so I really well, think that it it is about you know what I'm saying. But you know what, Hold on, hold on, one second, One thing I think that we've done for a long time is you know we've okay, it's ballroom, it's just a house, it's net. Okay, as other people are realizing the value in 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 what we are, let us too realize our value. But let us also, you know, protect that. You know, let's not sell. Let's not sell, sell Manhattan Island for a few, a few, a few dollars like like the Indians did. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, well, Carol, I don't, I don't know what happened with any other house, but going through the process all the way up until the day of, um, I feel like it's up to if I get approached, if I'm a child, and I get approached by a scout to play football or anything else. It's up to me to let my – if they don't know my parents and they only know me right. or they see my talent and they can't reach out to my parents, it's still up to me as a high school student to say, Mama, this is what's going on. This man has approached me. Do you agree or not? As being an ebony, when they approached me and we went through all those interviews and everything, I said, first, I have to make sure that my house 
is uh, uh, agrees with this. Our house knew all the producers, all the people at Scout Productions. They knew what was going on. Not everybody in the house, but Bam, Toya, okay. Uncle Mike. We all knew because okay. they presented when they presented it to us. Well, that, we that first presented part it to them. Not, first part is not true.
currently, as constructed, we feel it worked out. Let's also remember a lot of people walked away from Paris's burning and feeling like very dead. You know, oh, this is great. We're going to be in a movie, blah, 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 this time, whatever the case. Only later on to find themselves very that they've been raked over the coals, they've been fucked over. So, you know, again, you know, as individuals, you know what I'm saying, you know, we want to, you know, we, we, have, to, we, we have to do our, you know, we, we, we have to make sure we're doing the right thing. You know, we kind of had this whole thing, you know, if, if we remember, you know, about two years ago with the Tiana Taylor thing, this and that, whatever the case. So, you know what I'm saying, we can't just keep, you know, going into, you know, these opportunities as blind mice. We can't keep doing that. Okay, no, we're not, you know, we're, we're not just, you know, you know we, we are a talented community, you know what I'm saying, this and that, whatever the case. And, yes, you know, we're deserving of these opportunities. We don't have to, it's not about sweeping the crumbs off the table and giving us, you know, okay, you give us this, oh, you're on TV, look, great, blah, blah, blah. Mom, look, I'm on TV. No, okay. You recognize these well, talents. Just Howard, just I got allow a question. me to finish. And, 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 and it, 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 listen, J-Rock, I'm, I'm just saying this. I'm, I'm just saying this. One of the things that very kind of shaped and changed my opinion on a lot of things when it came to us as ballroom is a conversation that I had, you know, with Miss Lawrence in regard to an endeavor that she had. And, you know, without sharing any of the details of what project it was or whatever the case is and that, you know, Lawrence, you know, Lawrence taught me very, you know, just because something flashes in your eye doesn't mean that you have to blink. You sit there because, you know, these people are, go- people are going to come at you lowballing you first because that's, you know, that's the goal. That's the goal. To, you know, if you can secure the talent for as little as possible, that allows much more money to go to other things. However, people, people, people have, you know, if we start knowing our worth and recognizing our worth, Okay. Then, when it comes to projects, then we, you know, then, then we can get, you know, compensated in the right way that we should. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. That's so, okay. What, okay. So, 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 let me just say this, Japaris. What if you found out, right, that that, you know, okay, in mm-hmm. October they were, um, they they were doing legendary. Legendary Europe, and they were pulling people from Legendary Europe. But those people negotiated, and each person participating got this, all the stipends that y'all got, but they got a pay equivalent of fifty thousand dollars. Uh, fifty thousand dollars each person, independent of any cash prize or anything. You would feel that you got fucked over, right? Chaparis, are you there? Her attorney told her to get off the line. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I had I had self muted myself, but for me, I feel like the same. I feel like going into this opportunity again. I understand completely what you mean, Harold. And if you really, you were really gay at the forty cast number that was selected because you knew that there were people who just didn't really perceive the things that you perceived the way that you perceived because there were people who already had talent agents who negotiated their contracts. Like you didn't have to sign that contract. No shade. Like, you if you were a smart, if you had a smart individual, or you, if you were a person who you know knew about television, like you came in knowing that you needed to have a lawyer look over your contract, and if it's things in that contract you need to change, they they were willing to work with you. Now, some people went in, they just signed it. You know, that's 
as at the end of the day, everybody was an adult there. Like if you didn't but, take out the time. But, 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 but see, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. You know, I, and and I don't say this to be me, but but we need to. You see what I'm saying? Oh, if, if they willing to take this, go ahead and give it to them. Go ahead and give you know, right. go ahead and give it to them. Right. If they gonna take it, oh great, we we got twenty of them signed. Now here's another girl. Mm-hmm. Oh no, baby, I need X, Y, Z, blah blah blah. Well, that's no, the mama. idea. Okay, of, well, give me X, Y, X, give me X, Y, and Z minus. Okay, well, we can do that. Okay, this person was able to negotiate, but why should you know what I'm saying? As a community, you know what I'm saying? This, this is what should happen. You know what I'm saying? It's so yeah, safe. But, you know what I'm saying? But so, what I'm saying so, is, what I'm saying is, I, I look at it from this perspective. Everybody on that, everybody who who. Everybody was not going to get paid the same because everybody did not work the same at the end of the day. Like, well, if it's, y'all not, knew, it's not just about the pay of the parents. No, but it, it, no, it's I, I get it. It's everything overall, but at the end of the day, how, did, how could y'all fight for everybody to be treated equally when some of the people didn't even want to work as hard as everybody else? No, and I get and I understand it. Okay, and I get and I understand it. What I'm saying is, okay, that's fine, but let's make sure that very, even the base rate of what we're starting out with, Let's make sure that's safe. Uh-huh. Okay, that's that's what. So 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 Larry, if we got somebody that's not working, let's at least let's at least make sure the base rate is comparable. Because you know, one, you know, somebody could sit here and say, Barry, oh well, you know, you know, y'all are not seasoned actors and this and that, and whatever the case is, and that. So you can't get paid like a seasoned actor, right? But we're also we're also a veteran talent. You know, we're a specialized talent. And and, and, and and what you want to feature? Right. Let me ask this question, well, Even on RuPaul's Drag Race, right? Well, on RuPaul's mm-hmm. Drag Race, when they have the finale, right? You know, when they do the live finale, don't they usually like bring in that person's family members or their close friends or their partner to sit in the audience or something? Yeah, but they would have they would have done that here too. But COVID nineteen, they wouldn't. They didn't allow well, hold well, I mean, when when were they gonna tell you? I mean, but my question what you is, mean but the family? if you take away COVID nineteen, um, two months later, have they? Larry, I'm gonna say Larry Ebony. Larry Ebony started Ebony how many years ago? Almost forty years ago. He, okay. he has he has to pay to watch his tele to see his organization on television. And it's his brand. You know what I'm saying? To, you mean like the HBO subscription? Correct. I mean, just that's a more tricky because it's, you paying for more than just legendary. You know what I mean? So I don't know how. But I, I mean, that, that, let me ask a question. You think when uh, what's what something? Yeah. You think when um, so they go to a movie premiere, they pay to go see the premiere, <laughs> or when they pay for it, it's just it's, it's, no, it's just my opinion. I felt like they somewhat like Who is the there? gay ballroom. What you mean? Somebody the prom? What's that? What's that noise? That background noise? Yeah. So, thank you. Who okay. Uh, it seems as though they gave ballroom kind of. I'm gonna say the crumbs and a lot of things were dealt with after the fact, and even the mere fact of. We've been kind of corresponding with them more now since then because they've needed little information here and there, to, I guess, to fill in or whatever. And it's like, 
Well, take a, outside of the money, you don't think we should have been – like, I, it really does bother me. We have not – this comes out on Wednesday, and we've not seen one episode, not a drop. Besides the I'm pitch, a, I mean, I'm everything that, that that seems a little disrespectful. Well, somebody has seen it. I got, well, I'm trying to see saying? why haven't – but, Marcus, why haven't y'all saw it? Y'all had a house that was on there, so – because I don't think every house got the same information or the leaders were contacted in that same way. I think we saw it. Um, but, you know, obviously they weren't able to share it, nor in a lot of things. It was a lot of times we like, well, you would hear things through the grapevine, and you didn't hear from your house. I was like, well, why didn't you tell well, They told us we couldn't say anything about it. Okay, but, I mean, no shade. This is our organization. So how can these people tell us that you can't tell us about our organization? <laughs> Wow. Oh, wait, hold on before this thought slipped my mind. Harold, I'm thinking about everything that you were saying and everything. <clears throat> I feel like you are talking about the culture as a whole and trying to protect the culture and all our brands mm-hmm. and everything. I feel like that's a conversation we should have with the consultants of Ballroom that were on the show. Like that's something that they could have talked to HBO about when it comes down to the culture of it and contacting overall and houses, because we did have, well, not we, there were consultants on the show that know about ballroom culture. And I, but and I think I, it has a lot to do, I, it has a lot to do with your house too, Jay, bro. I'm thinking that, I think it has yeah, a I lot know. that the part you would, what you were making out earlier about the, the, the kid, uh, it, it is, it, it was imperative that those houses talk to their houses and that, hey, we're on legendary. We're going to be on Legendary. They're we're being portrayed on Legendary as the house of so so and so. But and then at least they have the, they have the knowledge. So at least St. Marcus and the Escadas or the Salamons would have had the idea to say, okay, we're on this show. Are y'all are y'all following this? Blah blah blah. Y'all acting like this? Are y'all doing the right things? You know what I'm I'm saying? That's and now now that Arnold that was done. But before you come and tell me, because I mean this is not my house. But before you come and tell me you're coming on a house, uh, on a television show to represent my house, I, if I was the founder, you'd be asking me, "Do you have my blessing to go on this show representing my house, my the organization that I started?" And then on top, and then but on top of that, y'all, my whole thing is like, okay, if we. If we if we looking at it from the the whole bigger picture, this is a project that they had already been working on for two years, and once everything got the ball moving, everything was just moving. You know what I mean? So it's like either you you know you went took the higher road, and you was like you know I'm gonna just take the risk and I'm gonna do everything in, in my poss- in my you know everything possible to make the experience worth my while, or you was going to you know pass it out to because you just felt like it was too rushed. And that either way, it was your own. It was on your. It was your own decision. Hold on, hold on, hold on, real quick. I just want to say this real quick. To Paris, let let me give you these examples. I thought of this real quick, and I just want to share these examples. And Arnold, go ahead. Okay, when there are two people that I can think of in the music industry that signed very bad deals that destroyed their music careers, Foxy Brown and Ashanti. They signed deals that locked them into. Their, their management company for, for, for so fucking long that very, once they fell out with their management company, it wasn't very, they couldn't do anything because they were really stuck with having to produce a certain number of albums before they could even get out of this contract. So what if you were to find out, very, you know, from this production deal, like, like you didn't realize, but the Ebony name now is tied to, 
you know, this production company for five to ten years or something like that, and you're really stuck. See, this is it, it, it's these type of things that, you know what I'm saying, where we have to be a little bit more mindful and, 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 and not just giving our autographs to contracts. You know what I'm saying? In the same way, like, you look at the sister in um, the Clark sister story, signed away, signed away the royalties, you know, to, 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 to all the work that she's done, all for a few dollars because it sounded good because she wanted a because she wanted a Lincoln. <laughs> but go ahead, Arnold. I'm sorry. And add and her, add Tanya Blunt to that too because Diddy destroyed her. Right, anyway, talented um, people, talented people that couldn't yeah, even move on, couldn't go nowhere. Couldn't do nothing. Luckily, well, Mariah nothing. Carey could get out of but, the deal but Marcus, she was in. One of the one of the things one of the things that I asked and we uh, asked all of them on there was to give us their you know their how they how they got involved with the project how they how they were approached how they got involved and and um and i would have asked london how they got approached and how they got put so mm-hmm. do you know that do you, I think, do you have that information? I, I don't i actually i do know oh. that she was involved in the first when they first went to la or whatever i do know that was something but i know it was an opportunity that didn't work out and then something else and i know it you know, morphed into a few things, but I wanted to say something too. Um, uh, Zaparis, you said something that it worked out for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, you know, everybody was kind of out for themselves. I think that's the issue. We as a community, um, especially the founders of houses, they have to look out for what's best for the organization. So, you know, although you may have gotten an opportunity and somebody else got an opportunity, you didn't really go on the show as just the Paris. You went on the Paris as the Paris Ebony from representing the entire house of Ebony, if that makes any sense. And so it's not like RuPaul Drag Race where those people go on there as their first and their house name and they're competing as an individual. You guys were competing as a team. So my this would be my let's just say thing. Let's just say the House of Ebony, um, you guys would do this show, but you know y'all planning y'all fortieth you know anniversary ball and Coca Cola wants to sponsor y'all, but for whatever strange reason now you guys can't have that sponsorship because for whatever certain reason Coca Cola and HBO can't be in bed together. Whether that's true or not, you know right? Saying? Like so, but the thing is like the thing, that, but the things with the contracts y'all is that again when you sign. The contract you didn't sign the contract as the Paris Evan. I signed the contract as Nicholas Graves. Like you know what I'm Correct, saying? So those, the brand, the brand, the, the brand were house. not. No, but what I'm saying is we didn't sign anything of, of nothing was dated well, with need, need, the well, house. Correct. With but, but 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 when they go on when MJ Rodriguez goes on the show at, goes on pose as MJ Rodriguez, she's not you know Blanca. But at the end of the day, she can't go and just. You know, she has to probably get. It's just a lot of little things that probably, and we've talked about this at ballroom. As we get more in the entertainment industry, we have to learn to work together well, that's, that's, instead of everybody that's, just trying to. Because at the end, hold on, because, you just brought up something that's very important. So you know, Sanaya, you know, Sanaya is Sanaya Eddie on from. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So, but she's not Tanaya Evans. That's what I'm saying. It's okay, like, that's a character. You can fuck right there. Oh, uh, you can fuck right there. Uh, 
you know what I'm saying? Is that do, do that do that same thing applies to Pose then? Because like I said, you got Sanaya Ebony on Pose, but she's not Sanaya Ebony anymore, or she doesn't. She's not. I think. House okay. I don't know. I don't know if Sanaya's character is going to develop more on Pose, but her that and what kind of this is going on, those are kind of two different things. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, it just. It, it's on a different level, and I also feel as though you guys feel that way because you guys probably had some representation at the table the whole time, but for every house, I don't necessarily think they had the inside track as if everybody else did. Like if you, if you really start analyzing it, there were a lot of people who were at the consulting table who houses are competing on the show. Every house was a uh-huh. set out, uh-huh. if that makes any sense. So right. I, a lot even, of I did not, I did not know that because, of, like I said, we were in touch with all the producers, the entertainment, everything that we we knew what was going on. I've got calls in the middle of the night from Uncle Mike saying, "Hey, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. Boom, boom, boom. Let's handle this situation, that situation the whole time." So that's weird that some houses did not have producers calling them or. You know, uh, or either their uh, 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 leader of their house calling them to correct something or get something or write or either, you know, anything. That's why I was like, I didn't, no, I didn't know that. I thought, no, no. I thought, no, no. That, that didn't happen. Now, maybe they didn't need to because maybe there weren't any issues per se. Or, but, you or know, maybe their house I mean, was the ones that was like, the Huh? What did you say, Zapparis? <laughs> I was saying that because you said that it, it felt like everybody was looking out for themselves, but I don't see it that way. I feel like in, in y'all situation, maybe that's what was happening with their scholarships. I don't really see why they wouldn't be telling at least the overalls what's going on because it wasn't. Well, hold on. You had like on the phone who didn't have, Rodney, did you have any, did you have any contact from anybody from Legendary? No, not not from the start. Not from no. If Jamal <laughs> and you about it, let me know. So that, that I mean, that's one, and I mean, Rodney is the founder and the overall father of the House of Ball Man. But I ain't getting no information from the people, ABO, the AD, Cat Dog, right? Like you ain't seen the episode. You 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 going into it just as blind as everybody else, and that and that's that's a little. It's like almost like a. It has to kind of be. I I don't want to say you you're happy for your members because I mean it's 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 a positive thing representing your brand, so you are excited for that. But that's not how that would work anywhere else. If if. Arnold was going on television. If Arnold went on American Idol right now, she'd probably be able to call a few of her girlfriends, and they'd be able to come support her on American Idol. You know what I'm saying? That's just not mm-hmm. how it goes. And so we need to, you know, respectfully, because we, we appreciate the opportunities, but you're going to give us the same respect that you would give to anybody else because they did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rodney, BB made some tuna macaroni salad, and no, Arnold, she wasn't smoking. <laughs> <laughs> now, I missed all the good questions. What were some of the questions that so, I was asking? Because okay, I know I was on here being paid. Smoking, but so what? <laughs> what did you say, Zapparis? 
Well, you know, I the said, show I started. Know what, what was some of the what was some of the questions that y'all was asking them? Because I know they was on here being politically correct. <laughs> Actually, they were. No, they, they they gave great answers. No, yeah, they said what they felt from for the most part. What right. I, said. I think mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I know. And they were not. James says what he feels. Michelle certainly says the way she feels, and I think um, uh, Jamari and Isla and I'm sorry. No, so y'all had Isla for this. But no, arm, no, no, I mean, no. but um, arm, hold on, Japan. Um, you uh, know what time the show comes on. You know what time the show comes on every Monday. <laughs> We're not going to be repeating <laughs> shit just for you. This should have called on time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Because the, because not everybody questions Funky Dory and ice cream and cake. And, you know, some people had, like, one person would say, oh, that was great. And the other one would be like, I don't think so. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me do this. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. I, I, I want to do this. I, wa- I, wa- I, I, I knew what time the show came on. I lost track of time, and I wasn't here. <laughs> However, before we go forward, um, hold up for a second. Hello, whoever has the noise in the background, Derek, mute them, please. Okay, so, and going forward, um, you know, as, as the show, just before the show was due to start, um, I was shared some um, sad news that, you know, I kind of posted on my Facebook page, but I do want us collectively as the iconic point of view um, to take a moment to uh, offer a moment of silence for Kia Khan, who uh, was found dead today. Um, uh, her Facebook name, her Facebook page is not active at this point, but her name on Facebook was Donna Lee. Um, her picture is on my Facebook page. You know, you can search Harold Balenciaga. If you're listening, you don't know who I'm talking about. Um, I've watched this woman. I've watched this woman come into um, ballroom um, almost, you know, as a non-binary individual, and Drogas maybe not even a butch queen and drag at the time. Um, she was an individual that you know people found to be a key. People laughed at and, you know, didn't take her seriously. It never deterred her. She continued to walk runway, continued to walk her category. She um, allowed her evolution to uh, take form, and she became the beautiful young lady that we saw one face at the Icon Ball. She won streetwear at the Southeast Region Ball. And she did it without being in the house. You know, she 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 made her path. You know, she was her. She was a person that was adored by a lot of the you know other seasoned femme queens in the ballroom community. So if we could, you know, take a moment of silence and acknowledge in her passing, um, Kia the Barbie, Donnelly. Thank you, everybody. Yes. Uh, You just just really, you just really threw me with that one. I didn't even see none of that. Yeah. It it really took me for a loop. Yeah. I really think she, 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 she epitomized to me. She epitomized what ballroom is about. 
She defied the odds. Rodney could tell you Rodney lived here. Rodney saw her, you know, Rodney saw her, you know, go to New York and, you know, still, you know, walk and do her thing and, you know, compete and this and that. And, you know, she turned her critics into her admirers. And, you know, she, you know, her her name at one point, if if, if some of you are still not getting it, Jack used to call her Scandalicia. So, you know, she, right. you know, she, she, she definitely, you know, um, evolved and became her own bombshell. And her passing, you know, really touches me because I feel like, you know, she 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 defied the odds. She defied the odds in, 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 in a scene in a scene that's welcoming to everybody, but doesn't welcome everybody to the top. You know, she defied that. And, you know, she was able to do the things that you know she wanted to do, and unfortunately, you know, her life ends prematurely. Um, prematurely in our eyes, probably not in the eyes of God, but prematurely in our eyes. And um, yeah, so. Yeah. Well, God bless her family and everybody out there that might have heard that news, especially in ballroom. Um, she reminds me of kind of like a Chanel Ross, like don't have to have a name tied to her. It's just that everybody just loves her, you know. And <laughs> right. That's don't have great. to have a name. J-Rock, you said it perfectly. Don't have to have a name but has a name. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, she had many friends, so, you know, my condolences to Trache, you know, to Shannon, who's her, her mother, to Courtney, who's close friends with her, you know, to the many girls that, you know, that, you know, she rocked with over the years, um, you know, that have, you know, truly lost a good friend. So. I think London, she's really good girlfriends with London. Yeah. Right, 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 right. 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 Right, yeah. yes, yes. So, <clears throat> yes. Did y'all give condolences to Pat? Let me tell you something. To who? On my last day on earth, if I get if I get enough time to think back over the course of my life, I will never forget 2020 because 2020 has been a Woo. year. <clears throat> yeah, this has truly been a year of. A lot of things, but Marcus. Unfortunately, we didn't. Um, I think we we went on on the air last week. I mean, yeah, last week. So yeah. So I don't think we got. You can go ahead. But Harold Lisa has such a way with words. Um. Well, yeah. You know, and another individual who started out his uh, career in D.C. Um, Many people know him, Fat Cat, Fat Cat Antoine uh, Morton. He started out as a con, and he was an ebony, and then a west. And you know, he, when he did walk, he walked streetwear. Um, you know, and he, uh, while he while his mark really wasn't made in ballroom, he was definitely known by the ballroom people as a socialite. And um, <clears throat> quick mouth, sharp tongue, uh, but you know, an individual. You know, who really gave a lot of himself to a lot of people. Unfortunately, you know what I'm saying. He um, he had you know uh, developed um, a debil- debilitating um, illness, and you know he was really suffering. And you know he cried out on social media several times and wanting to go. 
And, you know, his death is a reminder of, you know, sometimes when you hear people say, you know, you don't want to see a person go, but, you know, you know, that's what they want and that's best for them. Um, you know, he was suffering. So, so again, if we could take another moment of silence uh, for the former member of the House of Khan, the House of Ebony, and the House of West, Antoine Fat Cat, um, and acknowledge him. So if you would join me in this moment of silence. All right, thank you, everyone. Yeah. Y'all, what, I'm not going to be the ballroom minister presiding over uh, <laughs> memorials and funerals. Yes, you are. You do such a good You're job. You're okay. That's your, that's your job, y'all. Yeah. Job. This is just kind of your daughter. Like he. Huh? <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a term of endearment. So how did you feel about the episode, Arnold? Um, the parents, um, I enjoyed both episodes. I don't really want to talk about the episodes online because folks, uh, right on the air because folks have not seen them. I I have some thoughts on the episodes, but, um, I enjoyed them for sure, but I'd rather speak. If you you want to talk about it after we get off the show, then yes, most definitely. Yeah. Let's talk about it after the show. (laughs) Marcus, why I knew you was going to say yes. Because I have a lot to say. I didn't sign an NDA, but I got a lot to say. You see it, Marcus? No. Oh, okay. Rodney, you are you reading uh, Rodney and Harold in box? Okay, what was I saying? You should go to the chat. Yeah. And what's the secret to you? No, what was y'all saying? I just told the uh go to the inbox. That sounds like a oh. secret TV. Well hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, let me get on this live. Oh my god, this is funny. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jenny. Yeah. Jenny from the blog. Um, happy 
Happy birthday to our own brother, um, the legendary Kima Migliori. Happy birthday to Kima as well. And happy birthday to happy birthday to Michael Milan from uh, Europe. Uh, all way, Michael Milan, his birthday as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then coming up this week, you have Kelly's birthday this week and Jack's birthday. And Jack, yeah. The 28th and the 29th. Or the 27th uh, and 28th, something like that. I would like to give a happy birthday shout-out to the two Tauruses on the line because we wasn't on the show. And the, it was on, mine was on a uh, Mother's Day the day before. Happy birthday right, to the I, I, I thought I was tripping. Happy birthday. All right. Happy birthday to the Paris. Uh, Hello. Who? Gemini season. Nobody care about no Gemini. Right. Up and coming star. Excuse me. All right. And so, anyways, Marcus, while you sitting there, you want to have all these little, you know, I was going to look out for the iconic point of view and make sure that I have reserved job tickets to the Emmys. You know what I mean? But, you know, since you want to act, you know, a type of way. The Emmys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Work reality show winner. I'm telling you, Ar- Arna can tell let you. Me, I'm let, a star let, 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 show. let me just say this. I'm, I'm not a, sure. I'm a breakout star. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say this. I'm not, I'm not really sure what's what, but um, you know, um, it was brought to my attention. Don't know how true it is. So allegedly, it was said that Sandy said very that um, if there are icons that you know didn't deserve their status, that it would be Rodney and Harold. So, so let, let me just say this: you know, um, the first person to ever acknowledge me as legendary, the first person to ever call me legendary, was two and a half years after I walked my first ball. This was in the 90s when many of the people listening were split between their father's testicles and their mother's ovaries, okay, Uh, and weren't even born yet. So the first person, the first person to call me a legend back in the 90s, okay, back when Clinton was still in office, was Sandy Dior on the microphone in buns. Okay, now, if she doesn't feel like at this point, and I'm not sure if she, she said this or not because I didn't hear it for myself, but I did just go on her live and ask her, was she looking for me? If she d- does feel like Rodney or myself, you know, is not an icon, that's probably because she hasn't been around the last 15 to 20 years when we were building great houses, when we were, you know, Turning people into, turning people, building people into legends, turning legends into icons, you know, turning stars into statements, you know, building awards balls, you know, hosting awards balls, hosting balls, you know, recognizing people, winning, 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 winning of the years, winning father of the years, being recognized for our leadership, being recognized for our dedication. So while she was, while she was away, you know, um, waiting on money orders and things of that nature, okay, uh, you know, we were still here in the community. You know, 
giving of ourselves. So unfortunately, you know, I, I don't hold it against her because unfortunately, yeah, maybe she, maybe she is as is not fully aware. Maybe she is not fully aware. So you know, if she doesn't feel the very I'm an icon, maybe, maybe that's why she reached out to my house to ask people to come be, you know, an overall mother in Dior before it finally it finally closed. And the only thing that is Dior at this point in ballroom is in the Kiki scene. So maybe mm-hmm. before, you know, she had to go join someone's house and, you know, hold on to a role before getting kicked out and brought back and kicked out, this and that, whatever the case. Maybe, you know, during that process, she forgot the, the success that is Balenciaga. When I walk away from ballroom, baby, Balenciaga will live for decades thereafter. Okay, based off of you know, my contributions, I, I will be secure. I am secure that the new leadership in D.C. has, ha, has learned a lot from the template of, of leadership that has been brought forth by me, my brother, and a couple other leaders here in this scene. So when it comes down to it, when she's questioning anything about iconic status in regard to myself and Rodney, it's only because she has not been here and hasn't seen anything of our greatness. No lie detected. Man, she really pissed you off, but you know what you need to do? Hashtag worry about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So, so parents, will all the episodes drop on the 27th? No, Marcus, it'll be two episodes, then you'll get each episode week after that, then the next episode that'll be dropped together will be episodes eight and nine. I'm not joining until June then, girl. Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> you only get one only get $1.99. Well, actually, you, you will save more what money if you, get it you before, have, if you get it before Wednesday. What, what carrier do you have, Marcus? Uh, Brother, I'm sorry for speaking for you. I, lo- I know you like to speak for yourself. I'm sorry. I jumped out there, and I know you like to speak for yourself, brother, but, you know, I apologize. You represent it like the true brother. I knew you knew it. You okay? <laughs> no lies oh, detected. No lies detected. I'm okay. Okay. Sorry, Marcus. No, I'm good. Look, Rodney. Rodney. Mm-hmm. I- look. I did a little something different tonight, y'all. Blame it on the Patron. Happy Memorial Day, Harold. Happy Memorial Day. Could you forward the phone number and put it on her live and tell her we're here, the iconic point of view. I've uh, been a part of ballroom and block talk for years, giving back to the community, and we still are. So she want to come on. Maybe she'll get a few more views, and she can talk about it. Let me see if I even have her as a friend. Oh, Harold. Um, uh, it's an older show, Harold. Um, but um, Kanahishi Coates is on uh, Seth Meyers right now. I mean, he's not on right now, but he's going to be on there. I think that's uh, NBC or something. Seth Meyers. If you want to look at mm. him, his interview. Yeah, Arnold, I saw it come up on my, um, that, you know, because I have HBO, I'll get it. Yeah, you'll get it. Right. But, yeah. yeah, you'll get it for free if you, if you, if it's from one of those carriers, if one of those carriers, uh, whatever. 
uh, you'll still a particular carrier, mm-hmm. you'll get it for free. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the pairs just saved. Okay, you get you'll get one more view, niece. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something, Marcus. Now, when I went in there, I was going, I'm a fucking businesswoman, okay? I went in with one goal and one goal in mind is to come out branded. And as you have noticed, when you watch episodes one and two, my mission was accomplished. Well, that's good because you don't have many more after that. Marcus. I was just <laughs> I'm glad you got the camera tab. Oh my god. Marcus, what is wrong with you? I, I don't know. But, I ain't seen it. But I this know. this is I'm how you but Marcus, this is how you will always redirect the shade. At least it wasn't the first house to go home. <laughs> no, the parents, the parents, the parents, not house family. Once me and Lay broke it down, I was good. The blood, the bloodline. Yeah. Everybody was going to have that part. You could have left that part out. Everybody was going to leave. Who's that running there? Hello, listening to um, Miss Thames um, live. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, find out, who live. Who find out who restaurant she is using their Wi Fi. Mm. Oh, shit. Damn, y'all are mean. But the parents, I'm really excited for you. I'm glad. I I hope that you blow up and you become a big star, and you know you can pay full price to get in my ball next time. And all that. First of all, I pay full price this time. The fuck. I got my discounts to get in there. I think the aftermath part too. <laughs> yeah, girl. I just I'm gonna need I'm gonna need the full cool. It's okay because I'm gonna be sponsoring categories. You know, like when I become, a, you know, I get a platform. I'm not gonna be like some people borrowing who forget about the borrowing community and where they come from. Mm. Well, who was that? We're not well, going to speak on those people's names right now. You can go ahead and call them out because he didn't vote for you on the show anyway. You know, I got to save my commentary for the after because we're having a panel Wednesday night on Bingo with the cast. And, yeah, it's going to be some things said. So, so y'all just going to? Be critiquing the current show, right? I appreciate it. Yeah, up into the episodes. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> but it's going to so be parents, so much to talk about. I, I, asked, just him, I asked him a question. I asked him a question um, about who was someone that they didn't know prior to the show, ballroom-wise, that they met and um, became cordial with. Or 
closer than that? Uh, for me, it had to be. It was really the whole house at Escada. Like they was really the freshest face, except aside from London. Um, but yeah, but even even still on the show, we didn't get to spend much time together because it was always something to do like with your house, if that makes sense. Like. We didn't get to bond. Like, we was all supposed to, before we started really filming episodes, we had all planned to have uh, um, a little kiki ball, like a little vote session, but that, that never happened. And then once we started filming, like, the show, it, it was a constant thing. Like, you didn't have no time to do nothing. So you I hate that. I've seen the review, like some of the like teasers, and I hate that it's being introduced as a Vogue competition, or right? Vogue I, I and design too, competition. It's not, it's not what it is, right? Right. It's not. Mm. So hopefully they work on the brand and, and let people know that it's more than that because ballroom is more than Vogue. I mean, that's a large part of it. We do understand that's what has plateaued ballroom to where it is, but um I don't you know I hate But I would it's say working challenge. with Barbara and people it, it was so embarrassing like it, I I would just say if as y'all sit on this phone and y'all have these professional debates, I understand why because some of the people on the cast was just so unprofessional, like it made no sense. Mm-hmm. Well, some of them don't know better, you know. I know they don't know better. I could tell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely went on the, the Icons Live and invited her to the Iconic Point of View. Um, that she oh, can just pick up her phone and call in. Um, What's it down, down, I don't know down. if you can see it or not. Maybe she can come on here and show you guys how to be icons or something. I don't know. Right. I'm gonna get you right now. Mm. Now I understand I have, that I have about this is, I have about the same many icon of the years as she has ex, um, hashtags hash marks for being locked away. <laughs> Why y'all so mean? Stop! Stop! Stop, Rodney. Harold call dropped for some reason, and um, he might be going. Harold on that live, he said, baby. Harold on that live. <laughs> oh, he on that live. I thought he had passed out. He said Patron, but I know it's barbecue sauce, but we ain't going to talk about that. He's going to get him a piece. <laughs> he is over there getting a piece, ain't he? He, is getting a piece. he up under the live on live. Are you looking for me? <laughs> Maybe one style. So I got three things to watch tonight. Uh, is Private Caller listening? Shout out to Private Caller. I think Private Caller yeah. had a question at first, but then he put his hand down. And you know, the last time I clicked on him and uh, he had put his hand down, he was like, That's what I put my hand down for. Why would you click on me? And I was like, oh, God, don't. don't make me come to Columbus, Ohio. Yes, caller, private caller, eighteen fifteen. Yes, um, putting this out there for you guys. Um, I will be a uh, got a project coming up 
on our brother network uh, in June. Can't say exactly what it is, um, but I'll be a host um, on Moving Images uh, sometime in June. Look out for me over there. One night only. Mm-mm. You signed the contract. You signed the contract just like the parasite with HBO with a dog compete. Me. So it's a no. <laughs> Look out for it. I think you guys will be entertained and you really like it. Mm-hmm. Arnold, you did a wonderful, stupendous job this evening. Yes, I hate London and um, the Lavins and who else was missing? Gorgeous Dude. Oh, the Gucci. Um, Gucci. I think they weren't able to come on. It would have been nice to. But maybe we can do a, a ballroom reunion after the show. Girl, um, yeah, no, we can do something no, like no, that. No, I, no, I, no, 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 no. What do you mean, no? Anyway, I, I was shocked Jarrell didn't come on because I spoke to Jarrell. And I, and he said he was coming on, but he he did say he had a dinner to um to prepare. Child. He was working the, on. That so. to tell you about because they all in their feelings right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 can we just go ahead and blow this popsicle stand, and we can just get off the air and get real nasty? It ain't nothing to blow right now, Marcus. It's just a, it's just a simple fact that everybody no. please. No, Everybody is not, not pleased with what they saw. That's, that's, not, what that's, that's not what he meant to prepare. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm ready to tell it all. I know you yeah. are. You are itching, baby. I got you said you got your job so you can <laughs> think about the people who ain't uh, got their last check yet. They can't even go off yet. Mm. No, everybody got paid. Everybody got their last check. No. Uh-uh. They lying. If they tell you <laughs> no. that they these people are liars, that's what I had learned about the Paris. The Paris. What? You left before a few other people. You and guess and guess and Marcus. Guess what? Marcus, we've all been Marcus, talking. We've all been communicating in the chat room yeah, ever since. So it's not fair. Don't, don't stop. Marcus is. <laughs> That was no. I mean, that's not no secret. You can tell by when the people came back on Facebook. No, we was, but we was on Facebook while we was there. Right. Exactly. Yeah, girl, but you was at break. You went from going to breakfast every morning to you having steam pie, seafood broils. What that meant? You was back in. You was back in the district. Yeah, everybody went home. Everybody went home the same week. See, they didn't tell you that, did they, Marcus? Girl. Okay. So while you sit here protesting, I'm trying to understand, Marcus. You sit here say y'all don't have no information on nothing. It seems like you know every fucking thing that went on. Hold on, not because of them. Well, you should be complaining. You got the information. However, you got it. You got it. Damn, damn, the parents. How did you like flying out of Westchester? We didn't fly to Westchester. You didn't. Oh, well, you was no Dallas, I guess. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know who your delivery boy was, but. 
when you no, everyone, well, that's what you did. Well, let me shut up. You did a guardian. Hey, your, your source should have been able to give you that email so you could have watched the show for free. Since they was giving mm-hmm. you all the information while it was there. Well, can, mm. can I be honest with you? I know everything uh-huh. that happens, so it really doesn't matter to me. You need my view. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't need, I don't need your one view, Marcus. Your one view, believe me, can be paid. Hold on, guess what's a pair? I, I huh. have a social media following these. I, I am an influencer. I want. I, I mean, honestly, I'm excited for the show for both. Um, and I hope that they will, after, go back to the eight houses and figure out what they can do better. You know, next season, so that it, you know, it's a process. Um, I spoke to some people already, and they actually said this was kind of like a. You know, test, you know, test one, and it should get better the next time. But, um, you know, I think you have to speak up because when you don't speak up, then, you know, they'll think that it's okay. And, you know, we, we know better. We know better. But I'm, ha- I'm happy for everybody. And I do know that. Everybody ain't happy for y'all, and that and I think those comes from two different places. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are jealous. Yeah, but even and it's that, an even bigger thing, Marcus, is that it's people that that were on the cast that aren't happy <laughs> right now. So, well, right, well, you know, the parents, <clears throat> me and Arnold them spoke about this months ago while y'all were there. Maybe rightfully so, though, because. Had everybody just been able to work together, everybody collectively probably could have eaten a whole lot more. You know what I'm saying? To where there would have been some guarantees to where everybody maybe left on a, a better footing. Because you guys, you guys have done a lot on the show. But I'm not even – that's the thing, Mark, the people that's complaining are the people who who were there. There. You know what I mean? Like there. Well, <laughs> and that's – that's what I'm saying. The bigger picture is like once everything is able to really just be broadcast and talk about it in the open, y'all are gonna start to see like why well, it's so already, why it's so complicated I mean, for. Well, can we? Well, we'll we'll talk about um we'll talk about um, the ball in 2019. Um. <laughs> So, before we even get off of here, have y'all ever heard of Signal 23? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, every time I've seen Signal 23, not trying to leak my business or anything like that or what I've been viewing, it always was associated to some raunchy stuff. But supposedly, they also had a competition called Burning Down Paris that I just found out about. Thursday, there was a whole ballroom competition with a bunch of, you know, who's who's on there and everything, and Shy won $2,000 on there. So I'm just like, they laughing at me because I said, now, am I wrong? I thought Signal 23 was like a like a porn type. <laughs> like, why was this? No, I, I ain't going to say porn. I ain't going to say porn, but I was no. saying um, very gay-friendly, very gay you know, right? Yeah, they have much alternative content. They have alternative content. 
this was a mm-hmm. this was a Christopher Haven um, situation. So I, I I thought it was out to the public. I thought everybody I didn't know everybody didn't know about mm-hmm. it. It's secret. It's, 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 secret. it's, it's secret just like legendary HBO Max was. At least we knew Legendary was going on. It's not like they just saying, hey, uh, join in May 27th, and everybody like, well, what was that? When did this happen? Uh, I'm like, this is a whole well, I think you're in the know. There are some people that still didn't know about it, <laughs> surprisingly. About Legendary? Yes. So what social media platform are they not on? Maybe not. Exactly. I'm talking about people that's on social media platforms. I have not heard nothing about a burning down Paris or anything like that. That's why I was like, and I just thought that was pretty cool to have a a competition like that. Maybe we could have viewed or looked at it or is it already out? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, well, I maybe Shy didn't want that to get out because if Shy was on that, maybe he couldn't have been on, H, on HBO. Mm. Are we talking about contract breaching? Listen, but um, what I was also going to say is everybody that's on Legendary, it's no shade. If they don't know how to um, – one thing that they did not have in Paris is burning time that we have now is social media and so many different platforms of social media – if you don't market yourself, shoot, you crazy. Especially if it blow up it's, or if it get like really popular. It's just so sad that we're in the corona, though, because, I mean, this, right. a lot of different things probably could have happened for them that's kind of being stifled because of, you know, yeah, to where it where you can see those residual, you know, where it, going on the show, maybe you could have saw it go a little further because – more opportunities come from it. So hopefully at, we can get through this so more opportunities can um, come about. In fact, the parents, I'm going to have them hit you up for y'all to come open up the uh, the, the Republican National Convention with a vote. You talking about an opening bit? Now that would be an opening <laughs> That, yeah, they reaching out to the gays. They want the gays. Y'all gonna hey, y'all come out voguing at the at the Spectrum Center. Would you be interested as a parent? Carolina, okay. Carolina saying no, ma'am. Carolina saying they can't even have this. <laughs> the Paris call. The Paris call has dropped. But while y'all playing, I wouldn't. I would. I wouldn't be shocked if they would do something like that. I'd be like, okay. So they trying to reach out now. Happening? Yep. Uh, well, that 
That's happened all over the place. They vogue at the Smithsonian. So, girl, they vogue in everywhere. Exactly. So, yeah. if they vogue at the Smithsonian, who's everywhere. to say we got a radical we got a radical person up in office right now? He might say, hey, let me. I would like to see them do those things that they do on folk. Death drops. <laughs> <laughs> President President Clinton, I mean President, uh, President Trump. Why do you call it death drops? Because they're dropping to their death. <laughs> Yo, either do a death, death drop, death drop, or they'll do a shablam. Either way. <laughs> why do you call it a shablam? Because they blam on the floor. Duh. China. <laughs> Don't ask me, ask China. That's what he's gonna say. Don't ask me, ask the queens. Why do they call it a shablam? <laughs> it's shawam, sir. Shablam, whatever. shawam. He's gonna say whatever. Next, <laughs> next question. <laughs> I've been shawaming for years. Been shablaming for fucking years. China. Yes. I love Dolores' energy. I, I really like her. Shout out to her. I really enjoyed listening to her on the show. It was I, the shade where she was answering the questions with the most que- Yeah. I just, J Rock had just tagged me. So I went to look at the trail, one word, blazing. B L A Z Z I N G iconic C comma E comma O icon Sandy Double O Seven. Bitch, if you don't get out of here <laughs> Well Bri- Riley, I blame you for failing to do your um your iconic P for L um, <laughs> literacy I program. Know, I tried to get it. I tried to get. We tried to get it off up and running, child. It just never, it never mm-hmm. took off. Well, I tell y'all what, yeah, the show is the show isn't recorded, Mo, so she can't call in. Now she had an opportunity to call in to an iconic show, to know, to know, so we can see she can grace us. Yeah, you control you control the platform that you have, that you do, so she knows she can control that platform. Honey, so. Oh no, she didn't come for you. Stay out of that. No, I'm just saying she controls the <laughs> platform that she's on. So why does she get on somebody else? <laughs> Damn, that to do what you need. Sit down. <laughs> <laughs> you just nod and smile, China. When I when I seen the message, I thought maybe she was listening to the show and just got mad or something. But then I said, "Oh, she didn't say nothing about art. <laughs> she got some personal beef. Get <laughs> some DC Maryland. We could talk about Boston. that off the air too. I, I, we could talk about why that happened. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go back to Baltimore. Yeah, J Rock. J-Rock, I'm the, I'm the icon whisperer. Yeah. 
There's so many things that happen, J-Rock, that you would never even know about that crossed my desk. Let me tell you something. I met one guy in my life that let me know that there is ballroom and then there's ballroom, and that was Dexter Ebony. I would tell him so much stuff that was going on. He'll be like, that's not true. And I'd be like, well, how do you know that, though? <laughs> that's not how he said it. He's like, that's not true. J-Rock, J-Rock, that's not true. I'll be like, but I saw it. No, you thought. He, he's always say, no, you thought you saw. I'll be like, what? Gonna find out. God, yeah, God bless you. the dead. I remember we were at BBQ. <laughs> that we were up at BBQs. And I was there with a friend. We were all there at, at Dexter. Bitch was so disrespectful. The boy was like, "I didn't realize your friends were that gay." <laughs> he said, "They were at least some queens." I said, "That's just them after they had a few drinks." But then he was gonna say, "I didn't realize you were that gay either." Oh, really, bitch? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we... <laughs> mm. Very disrespectful. No, because that those 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 BBQ those BBQ sessions were legendary. We sat there for hours, bitch. <laughs> I'm laughing at I'm laughing at Rodney. Well, he was talking about her too. <laughs> he was he was in it. And look at Harold yeah, like what you something? <laughs> no, I ain't no no dang no something. Right? Harold ready to tag put tag me in. <laughs> Ready to get back on. Huh? Get me back on here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Y'all um, gotta speak together. I guess we can um take it on home. Yeah. Are we doing a private recap after the recap? I got three plates I got to eat. Okay. Y'all go. We, we didn't really want to talk to you, J-Rod. We wanted to talk to the parents. It's the parents and let the parents want, want some conversation until they come Well, I would certainly like to thank uh, the mem- the members, the cast of Legendary, um, the uh, legendary uh, overall mother, Michelle Salavon, the legendary overall father and founder, James West, um, the uh, legendary uh, West Coast father, Jamari Balmain, the uh, mother... Uh, uh, West Coast, I guess Los Angeles or West Coast mother Ebony, uh, uh, Isla Ebony, uh, West Coast mother, um, yeah, West Coast mother Dolores yeah. Ninja, 
What's up, the Lord's Ninja? Um, sorry, we didn't get to hear from London Asada, from uh, the overall father, Jarrell uh, Gorgeous Gucci, the uh, with, uh, the mother, uh, Erica Lombard, and I think that was it, right? That we didn't talk to. Them. So, uh, but we appreciate uh, the ones that were able to come on. We thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we appreciate it very much. And everybody that uh, listened, thanks to Marcus again. Thanks to Paris for coming on. And uh, we hope to talk again and get some information. Hopefully next week we talk about this Joe Biden situation we got going on and talk about this Doja Cat situation we got going on and talk about some of those things that get people's perspective on what's going on. What well, can I say? My good night. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. And, and a small <laughs> alert, because I'm a shady bitch. Uh, Legendary sets the girls up at, at the last ball. They run out with all the money, and nobody wins. Bitch. So we looking for them. It's a small alert. Send it out to all the blogs. They turn the girls... They, they Nobody wins the hundred thousand. They, they, in true ballroom fashion, in true, right, in true ballroom fashion, they work us. So, so they pull the class, work the girls. Right. Um, All. <laughs> listen. Uh, Rodney. Wow. I, I thought you were getting ready to say something. That's why I, I paused. I, I can't he did. You. He said they pulled the prestige. Y'all paid it. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you tried it, Jay Rod. Let's do that on this platform, Jay Rod. Let's do that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I would like to definitely thank everyone uh, that was able to call in and be a part of the show tonight. I uh, definitely appreciate it. I thank you, Ernie, for doing the presentation and uh, hosting the segment. Um, Japan, as always, uh, no intro. Uh, Marcus, thank you, our resident. Um, <laughs> Um, tune in next week We'll be back with some more information For you uh, As we get closer and closer To ballroom Opening back up And just the states as well Opening up um, You know, We didn't get a chance to talk about Some of the places that already opened up And got buck wild But you know <laughs> As we get the COVID results in uh, We'll have more details And more facts for you um, with that as well. Have a great night, and we'll talk with you later. J-Rock, take us home. Well, I don't know what y'all are talking about. I guess the icons will tell me when they want to come on, because this was supposed to be the last show, but COVID has been messing us up. So we really supposed <laughs> to be on vacation until Labor Day. Uh, 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 I'll be on vacation. <laughs> Oh, we we'll only come. Oh, we'll, let, we'll, we'll, we'll let you. Not you, Jay. I'm talking about the the the, uh, the guests, the listeners. Um, we'll let you know um, before next week uh, what we decide to do. We're going to extend it one more week and then go on vacation. 
Yeah. Y'all always going on vacation during the summer and shave my balls, bitch. No, man. Y'all no, have a show we, all summer. No, we, we, that is a lie. <laughs> no, man. we always come no, back man. with your ball. That's a lie. No, two we weeks later, y'all be too tired the week of the ball. And uh-uh. No, man. <laughs> no. I end up losing ball of the year every year. No, man. That is not true. true. We always mm-hmm. come back no, with man. your ball. We always, we always come on and do uh, two mm-hmm. for your ball, Marcus. You're trying. It. No, hold on. Y'all, no, y'all, y'all do it two weeks later because y'all don't do it that Monday after y'all be tired. J Rock be driving. He be driving that twenty one passenger van. No man. Well, no right man. We don't do it. We don't do it that Monday. <laughs> He's right because he, I'm running home the road. You know what? No, 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 no. That's a lie. That's a lie. Because last year I was at the cookout on the road doing the show with my kids in the car. Remember the Monday yeah, after the ball. The, the yes, but it was. It was I think I had to provide my own Sunday. my own switchboard company. No, he was at the cookout no, restaurant. He, he was, was driving. He was in the car with all those people. Oh, he was at cookout was restaurant. Driving. Okay. Like I yeah. said, I know, ma'am. Y'all coming on all summer. You already had a break. Y'all will be on every Monday. Y'all don't do nothing else anyway. Get the people something to do. Or y'all going to lose y'all people's choice I toward the to moving them. image. Grand prize. You have a word? <laughs> <laughs> oh! Wow! Wow! Y'all wrong, man. Oh, my God. Well, so that's, that's, that's a, a win for a win for them is a win for us. <laughs> China. But, oh my God. Um, we might or we might not be on next Monday. We'll let you know on Sunday or Saturday. I gotta come talk about the Bodega House Ball. The who? The what? The Bodega House Ball. It's a big call um, in Atlanta this weekend. Little kinky recaps. Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's I the only function there is. Okay. Just be it's going gonna, it's gonna to be 30,000 clips, and the clips and dips will definitely take care of it. Well, don't time. y'all want to talk about the first episode of Poe? I mean, of. Um, of legendary, like we, said, y'all, we will be standing by. If it gets to that, that, that may be that may be something to do, Marcus. That may be a thought. Everybody, everybody would have seen the first two episodes. It'll be the first two episodes they see. Right. Now, maybe we, we can have the losing teams come on. That. Yes. We let might the do losers come on. Let the losers come on and do an after show. Yes. And you say every Monday after that? Yes, let them vent and say what they got to say or read. But, Marcus, I think you're just trying to – Marcus, you're just trying to set this up. No, I think think that's quite interesting. I think that's quite interesting. Right, and I'm going to need my cut. The losing team on the show each each Monday. I have to transfer. I have a lot of stuff going on. You know what? Y'all going to have a summer switchboard. The intern going to come in, and she can do the switchboard then. You are I'm really serious, sure. J. Rod. You are really serious. When I, do you have to transfer? When do you leave? When do you leave, J. Rod? Like I, from June to June fifteenth, I have a lot of transitioning to do. But J. Rod, don't they? The they come and pack your stuff up and move your stuff for you. What all you got to do, Nee? 
Baby, I still have to find a place to stay and everything. I got paperwork to do. I got stuff to turn over. I got a lot of stuff to do. Well, I got Marcus. a person that can handle that for me. Marcus, just hit up Jason, okay? Just go ahead. No problem. I'll be standing by to see what's going on. Tell me what you got to move. You waited till the last minute to move. Ladies and gentlemen, for the last for the last few moments of the show, we have the up and coming icon Jason Pampers Pichi. What? I just told him to take us home, bitch, and he wanna come on. I just wanted to hear you guys rap. I want to hear you guys wrap this show up. <laughs> Stay tuned for the aftermath, Pampers. Bye. Okay. Uh, now, Cedric ha- has the Paris call in because we got some questions for her. I mean, oh statements for her. <laughs> okay. You, you can listen.